0: Albuquerque's macro-aggression Eddie Aragon The Rock of Talk
1: Mr. Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500, 5, and uh, glad to have you here in the Kiva, d musk I guess, on this first Monday here of 2021, and we'll see if we'll turn it all around. Good afternoon, how are you? You know,
2: I'm a little disappointed,
1: Mr. Aragon.
2: I, uh, I was promised my $600. Logged in online this morning to on my checking account and I did not see my six hundred dollars. So we've got to figure out what's going on here.
1: Did you ever get money from the government? Uh, I got the first.
2: Uh, I got the first stimulus. Yes. I oh wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. And how do you go about that? I don't know because I didn't just, get any If you if you if you direct
2: deposit uh, your 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 returns in previous years, they just slam it in. I mean, this is universal basic income. This is something we all want, right? I mean, this is I get. I'm supposed to get six hundred a week now, right? For
1: just being alive. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? We don't want your stinking money. We don't want your printed money. I'd much uh, rather earn a living. A lot of people reached out uh, directly uh, to me. So if you guys are trying to uh, jump in, uh, by the way, you can see us on Facebook. You can see us on Twitter. You can see us on YouTube. You can see us anywhere. Uh, all you have to do is, is go to rockoftalk.com. com. going to be rockoftalk.tv. And, of course, we have our rockoftalk.chat website. You can see D. Dowd Muska and uh, his... Uh, his beautiful face, right there. That, there he is. He's right there next to me uh, in the kiva. Uh, we've got a lot to cover, obviously, because tomorrow is the election, and then Wednesday we're going to set it all up for you because there's a lot of things that you need to understand. Uh, first hour, nothing but national politics, including the Rona. Uh, we'll talk about the economics nationally. We'll talk about Bitcoin. I don't know if any of you, whoever listeners to Free Talk Live or things like that, but if you were and you listen to the station early, early on, if you have a few pieces of Bitcoin. Uh, which I do, and if you have a few pieces of Bitcoin, they're worth over thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, back when you acquired it, you could pick it up for fifty, sixty bucks. Well, I just that found was out literally uh, like uh, back ten years ago, and you're
2: you're a Bitcoin owner. I just uh, discovered that I'll be uh, renegotiating my arrangement with this. Yeah, good luck, good <laughs>
1: luck, because uh, you can't get out or into Bitcoin unless you have Bitcoin, right? Right, and it's next to impossible to uh, figure the whole thing out. Uh, So, uh, Bitcoin is just something that hangs out there, and it's been driven to 33,000, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about here in the local economy uh, as well, Uh, local demographics, local politics, we've got to talk about suicide, Santa Fe uh, for sure, and uh, probably our lowest travel season ever here in the state of New Mexico, and we'll touch upon uh, one Tom Udall, who's now been replaced by Ben Ray Lujan as of yesterday. Uh, Calls and texts at the end of both hour one and hour two, if you want us to read directly. All you have to do is plug into our social media. Facebook, YouTube, we'll read your comments directly as we're commenting online. In our third hour, we'll talk a little bit about aliens, how today's parents might be shortchanging tomorrow's kids. COVID legislation, (laughs) talking about spy agencies giving 180 days to spill about UFOs, and I doubt any of that information will come out because if it hasn't come out by now, I think it's never going to come out. But let's kick it off first with what's happening this week. Uh, two days to save the republic, uh, basically tomorrow. Oh, in please check to see when the president is going to be talking tonight when you get a chance. So okay. he'll be uh, he'll be doing that. But President Trump, God, I just love that man. I love him. And if you see us, let me give uh, me give you the wide angle. I'll give you the solo angle. There, you can see uh, Donald Trump right there behind me. You can see the American flags. You can see everything. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it, doesn't he look beautiful above Albuquerque, Donald Trump? You know that's just just absolutely amazing right there. You can see the time, all that kind of stuff. But but our flag, you know, in the Obama style, back of Hope and Change. <laughs> uh, but l- let me say this: He is going to be, he is going to be um, addressing the Stop the Steal. He'll be doing it tonight. and Then he's going to be doing it on Wednesday on the lawn uh, on the sixth. Uh, which is just two days away. And let me kind of cut through everything. I don't want to get into uh, remember we're a one party state. You don't need agreement for the other side. I don't know and that's for the recorded phone calls that that creep who adopted the Dominion voting systems, the Secretary of State in Georgia, There's he's a rhino like nobody else. What's his name? Rothenberger. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And they've got this guy dead to rights. They've got over 800 dead people who voted in the 2020 election doubt. Um, and that's just in 2010 alone. And I, I have to tell you, folks, you really, really need to stay focused on what's happening here through the, through the inauguration should Joe Biden get inaugurated. Because we're not going to let up for four long years. Now, Trump and a list of other oh, other high-profile speakers will address that uh, Stop the Steal protesters on Wednesday. Everything's going to start at 9 a.m. As best I can, since I'm not going to D.C., I'm going to try to cover everything right here. We're going to try and do it live as much as we can. Uh, the president is going to address everything about 11 a.m. And uh, as you know, at 1 p.m., Vice President Pence, and depending upon how everything goes on Tuesday... That will dictate more or less how Pence acts on Wednesday. He has a lot of power. He can, he can almost stop uh, the inauguration here at this point, but let's not put too much pressure on the man uh, already. So thousands of you Trump supporters have headed to Washington, D.C., and thank God for each and every one of you, okay, because you are all great and true American patriots. Uh, Trump's team is organizing the event as well. Uh, Yesterday, Trump tweeted that he is going to be there. I can imagine that, and and you can't find a flight uh, to Washington, D.C., from Albuquerque uh, unless it's after uh, 1 p.m. on Wednesday. And they're quite expensive, I think, for you to get there. It's like $400 minimum one way. Uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle is going to be there. Uh, Happy birthday to Donald Trump Jr. on uh, December 31st. He is going to be there. Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor. A man who has been lambasted at every single turn. If you were to go and take a look, just Google Rudy Giuliani. It's amazing. So do this. Just go to Google and Rudy Giuliani and then flip it over to images. And I'm not sure if you've done that, uh, Dowd. But go and look at that and then look at those images. Rudy Giuliani... Has been absolutely terrorized online the way he has been treated. There's not one good image, and Google is absolutely nailing him for no good reason. You remember, uh, God, I, I can think of it as yesterday. I put a picture in our Rock of Talk chat stuff, pushing forward uh, his meeting with Joe Torre. You know the New York Yankees. I mean, I remember that he was more popular than the president himself. We could uh, Rudy Giuliani is all we talked about. Uh, back then. Do you see those images? There's not one good image Uh -uh. that's there. Not one good (laughs) image. Yeah. So, um, by the way, the White House, the ellipses, the event's going to open at 7 a.m. for those of you who are going to be there. Um, And you can go visit the website. It's called the March to Save America. So you can go out to the March to Save America. The official program, as I said, 9 a.m., 11 a.m. is when the president will give his remarks. Now, here's who the heroes are. And I need you to start marking nationally who these people are, okay? So there's, is it 12 or 11 Senate Republicans that are I guess do? I was 11. Yeah, did Holly drop out? Like, he was all for it, and then I think he's sort of backed out of the whole thing. And the same thing, if you've seen with uh, Tom Cotton, who I was saying at one point was my favorite senator, and also the youngest senator up on the Hill, I'm pretty angry with Tom Cotton, more on that later. Now, here are the... 11 senators who are going to be making the push. And this is important. You see, of course, Ted Cruz. How about that facial hair on Ted Cruz? <laughs> how about that facial hair? Now, he's citing allegations of fraud and irregularities in the uh, 2020 election. As you know, the Department of Justice, what, they dismissed it altogether. Good riddance, Barr. We're glad to be done with you. Okay, as you know, the election uh, college, uh, electoral college tally was 306 306 for Biden 232 and that of course is unofficial. I don't know how the hell Joe Biden got 80 million votes to to the 60 million votes that Barack Obama uh, had Um, but they're saying that this has a very very slim chance of getting through. It doesn't matter. We want fighters. Whatever little bit of chance that we have. I mean you only have to go back to Christmas Day back in, in 1781 and think about how this republic was saved. You just need to think about that. And George Washington, the men not having boots. I mean, we're, we're at that point. This is the second American revolution. These senators who are up on the Hill objected to the certification of electors from the disputed states unless Congress establishes a commission to examine those states' elections. The commission would conduct an emergency 10-day audit is what they want. Once completed, the individual states would evaluate the commission's findings. Now, here are those heroes, those senators. Cruz, Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, Lank from Oklahoma, Danes from Montana, Kennedy from Louisiana, Blackburn from Tennessee, and Braun from Indiana. I don't need to tell you all that those are nothing but Republicans, okay? Because only Republicans are going to be objecting to this. And then four elected Senators who are all coming on board. I'm proud of each one of them. Lummins from Wyoming, Marshall from Kansas, Haggerty from Tennessee, and and Tuberville from uh, soon-to-be national champions, uh, Alabama. Now, they will officially take office yesterday, or did officially take office uh, yesterday. So they are in. So those are the 11, okay? One senator and one member of the House, the representative, casts an objection to the state's results. That's the way that it goes, okay? So we have a 100-member Senate. Everything hangs in the balance on Tuesday. Because on Tuesday, the results of that, and it doesn't look good, because they, they have just announced, that there's 113,000 additional registered voters, more than what voted in 2020. You've got to know that most of those people are, are Democrats out there. You've got to know it. I don't know what's happening with Karl Rove and Tom Cotton and the rest of these guys, but they need to be dismissed in fast. So the Democrats hold a majority of the House of Representatives. I believe now after the House of Representatives... From Louisiana, 41 year old, who did not die of the coronavirus, by the way. He died of open, he had a heart procedure, oh, uh, right. by the way. He did, uh, see, you, had, you didn't read any of that, right? <laughs> <laughs> he had a heart procedure. Mm-hmm. But it uh, makes it all but impossible for the objection to have any real realistic chance of succeeding at this point. So, most, if not all Democrats and maybe a few Republicans are going to be voting against the senators. And, of course, you know who's involved in all that. Mitt Romney. Mr. Toomey from Pennsylvania. And then I'm really starting to hate this man, Ben Sass from Nebraska. And then, of course, you know, Joe Biden's personal friend, Mitch McConnell. That is true. Go back and look. You can uh, research that. I said they recognize Joe Biden as legitimate president-elect at this point. So the US Senate, U.S. Senate has not started holding hearings for Biden's cabinet picks at this point. So, you know, any Uh, contest for CD1, uh, just hold that back because Deborah Holland uh, probably isn't going to be anywhere pushed forward until I'd say mid-February at the earliest. At the earliest because there's so much stuff that's happening right now. Now, here's the feedback that you're getting from Mitt Romney right now. This is what Mitt Romney is saying to Hawley. He said what Hawley was doing and pushing back against the election results was disappointing and destructive. Holly's a fighter. You know Romney is nothing but a rhino. McConnell also wrote, the Electoral College has spoken. He said this back on December 15th. So today I want to congratulate President-elect Joe Biden. Okay? Now, in a post on Twitter, the campaign, Trump campaign, wrote, thank you, and listed the names of each of the 11 current and incoming senators, as well as Josh Hawley, who they expect to go ahead and jump on top of this, but he has not been officially listed at this point. Now, Let me just kind of break it all down to you when it comes down to the House Republicans. Because I think we started out with, what, 50? I thought we might get as high as maybe 140, 150. Uh, Right now, we know that we can count on 50 House Republicans who are contesting it. And as you know, it's going to be Jim Jordan. Now, there was a conference call on Saturday night between GOP lawmakers, Trump and White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, who, of course, has a, uh, a liking for New Mexico as well. And I came after these 12 senators all said that they were going to come out and contest the election. And Representative Mo Brooks, a representative out of Alabama, said, In my judgment, the primary reason so many congressmen and senators are now coming forward to fight this fight is because so many citizens have made it known that this fight is critical to America's future. So here we are. We're sitting here just two days away from certifying this, but it all comes down to tomorrow. What happens in Georgia on Tuesday will dictate what those senators, those 12 senators, as well as those 50 representatives, and most importantly, Mike Pence, our vice president, do on Wednesday. If we went out, expect them not to fight as hard, let them fight for another day, and spend the next four years harassing and going after Joe Biden and making him responsible for the destruction that the Democrats have wreaked on this country at this point. Because it is almost too far gone. We'll talk about the economics next in our next uh, segment right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA. 93.7 93.7 FM. From oil, I'm telling you about Bitcoin at 33,000. I mean, there is a topsy-turvy economic world. Your house is owned by the government. If you got a mortgage in the last three years, and uh, you're still uh, <laughs> paying your taxes and fees on that, well, let's just say, if things get really ugly with 3500000000000 trillion that's been led in the uh, mortgage market, and there goes Dow looking, writing all this stuff down, I'll tell you, they could come after your house eventually. That's that's where this is going. But it, hey, the Democrats will win at all costs. 550 50, 500 for you guys to text in or call in 421, back in four AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM. For a list of all our advertisers, just go to rockoftalk.com. You can watch all their ads being played right there as they play on air.
3: Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, The Mortgage Guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499
2: and MLS number 330093. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends.
1: 1171-856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michael that's michael at michael
5: Winter is here, and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty.
4: And this is Tico Venturi.
5: If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now.
4: There are a lot of
6: unknowns going into 2021 for real estate.
4: What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong. Interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable. And the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low.
5: Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out don't wait to sell and miss out this time home buyers are waiting call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar
4: studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough if 2021 is a year you're going to move up move out or move on time to give us a call
5: hire us the number one real estate team in new mexico call now 448-8888 or on the web welcomehomeabq.com Over 5 million people since 1976 experience the peace of mind that having Revelco vehicle anti-theft device on their vehicle provides. RevelcoNM.com or call us at 505-550-4994 and see how you can gain that peace of mind as well.
7: Alright, time to put
3: things together. Gonna to start with the weather. Pretty good looking week. Fifties all week. I know that it's gonna be mid fifties tomorrow. A little cooler on Wednesday, but right now fifty four degrees in Taylor Ranch. Boy, crystal clear skies out into Harris with fifty degrees and fifty at the Rock of Talk. All right, we cleared one accident on Eubank northbound right at Chico up ahead. Ah, uh, yeah, another accident. So that's just staying pretty slow all the way from Central and pretty tight squeeze coming away from Kirtland Air Force Base to just beyond the I-40. As far as drive on I-40, Montaño and Paseo looking really good across the river bridges. However, if you're on Coors Road southbound, things are tightening up right there at Montaño Plaza over to Montaño itself. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Companion care, reasonable rates, and they'll give you everything you need. Household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance, really helpful people, amazing people, ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services accepts insurance as well as pay clients. So connect with Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. And with that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of
0: Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk.
1: All right, 427 here in the Kiva on AM600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. Grab it a drink. We'll get back to him. uh, My keto drink, my keto drink. I don't even... What is keto? Uh, I don't know any of these newfangled things. It's less sugar.
2: Um, This is dark chocolate with coconut milk, and it has only... Uh, carbs, 16 grams of carbs
1: oh, I'm already stressed I'm just thinking about it So uh, there you go Let's uh, let's jump into it shall we Thanks for all the people who are all commenting I appreciate it uh, AM 1600 is where you want to go 10,000 watts uh, And I own the station 100% And uh, don't laugh uh, KOB or anybody else It's paid for uh, That's all you need to know about uh, AM 1600 uh, There is no payments, there's nothing uh, Kind of hard to emerge from uh, bankruptcy And all the other things that's you guys were uh, handling all that. So uh, literally getting snarked at uh, all day from our competition, people taking jabs and uh, things like that. But uh, hey, soon to be Rock of Talk TV, bring it, on, well bring, as, it on. Uh, bring it on, Rock of Talk Chat, and nobody works harder than uh, Young doubt and I. What, what are you, <laughs> th- you going to be this year? Forty-eight. I was forty eight last year. 48? There we go. <laughs> we're approaching a year, and uh, you young at heart, it. young at heart, young at heart. Okay, so let's uh, let's jump into it, uh, shall we? Because the economics is really what's impacting everything now. If you had a mayor who handled things like the mayor of Portland, which that is what kind of happened, we just didn't have the what rise up, down uh, the people who were out there storming the streets and mm-hmm. like they literally blockaded streets. Yeah. They were oh, yeah. blockading everything. Ted Wheeler, Wheelin' and Dealin, has now come out and said that his policies in dealing with the Antifa anarchist failed. He says, and I quote, My good faith efforts at de escalation have been met with ongoing violence and even scorn from radical Antifa and our anarchists. In response, it will be necessary to use additional tools and push the limits of the tools we already have to bring the criminal destruction and violence to an end. Oh wow. <laughs> Isn't that Who could have predicted? after after the election after the election is when he decided that he wants to go ahead and step up enforcement and do, do what he needs to do to bring some sort of... salt. I mean, you're watching right-wingers getting attacked in the middle of blocks that are sealed off in Portland. The economy in Portland, if I'm not mistaken, is completely and totally decimated. My former client, Jordan Schnitzer, who owns like half of downtown Portland. Oh, wow. I mean, these places, yeah, the Rose Theater, these places have been closed. They've been shut down. They can't get anything done whatsoever. Just think, if that wasn't white, what do you mean? It actually has happened, and nobody had to take down a single thing. Nobody had to uh, uh, blow up anything in downtown Albuquerque. It happened. Downtown Albuquerque is non-existent, non-existent at this point. So Ted Wheeler, because the election is done, oh, it's like well. Well, how are we gonna pay for all this? How are we gonna go ahead and reestablish business? Oh yeah, we're gonna go back to the federal government. Who does that sound like? That sounds just like Michelle Lujan Grisham. It sounds just like Tim Keller, it sounds like just your representatives, your new senator, Ben Ray Lujan, it sounds like your congressional representation, Deborah Holland. They're looking there with their hand out. And those are the same type of people that they get to elect them, the people who have their hand out. Where's the check? Where's the check? Time to push back harder, he says, against those who are set on destroying our community and take more risk in fighting lawlessness. You were enabling it. In fact, every blue state mayor, governor, was enabling it. Because what did it it do? It created this perception that Donald Trump was not a good president. And the disinformation that was basically pushed forth by the bubble media in any market Seattle, Chicago, Portland Sacramento, you name it we have the same thing that exists right here in Albuquerque, could paint that anyway, oh it's because Donald Trump let the virus in, it's because Donald Trump is racist, it's because Donald Well, now they're not going to have that excuse any longer Antifa literally built an autonomous zone around a foreclosed house to stop law enforcement from executing an eviction order Here's some of the other crazy stuff that happened. Between May and September, prosecutors dismissed more than 70% of all charges against people for assault, arson, possession of destructive devices. Uh, There was one case, an attempted murder. A man allegedly threw a Molotov cocktail at police officers, also dismissed. And what happened during that time? Ted Wheeler caved. He caved to Antifa. He, he caved to the election push coming from the likes of Soros and the radical blue leftists. So here he comes out. It's a brand new day. Hey, everybody. Remember that guy? No, you don't remember that guy from last year because we're going to take over your media. We're going to tell you how great of a mayor Ted Wheeler is. Is, is Ted, Ted Wheeler up for re-election this year? That's that true. would be very interesting to know, wouldn't it? Because it seems like everything is driven by election-style politics. No matter what it is, it's all election-style politics. So let's get back to this because Ted Wheeler says in a New Day, New Year's Day statement, which likely he's, he's got an election just like Tim Keller does here this year, we need more accountability and we need to hold people responsible for their criminal conduct. 70% dismissals in Portland alone. And then the mayor said incredulously that he did not understand the New Year's Eve rioters that came at a time with this others in the city focused on optimism for the new year that comes with the dawn of the new year. What's wrong with these people? You know where he's feeling the pinch? He's feeling the pinch in the budget. There's no money, there's no business, and 2021 is looking excessively bleak in every blue state and blue city. Think of California. Look at the number of people that are driving California and moving to Utah, Arizona, even New Mexico, because they can't wait to get the hell out of that blue state. But if they come to New Mexico, they're going to find out well, we're just a lot more spread out. We're not condensed, so we don't really care as much. Oh, we can, you know, we have bigger yards. People aren't going to bother us. We have the federal largesse that, that's coming in. But how long is this actually going to last? Well, not long, because forty-five percent of the budget in the state of New Mexico is built upon what? Anyone? Anyone? Oil and gas. And it doesn't look good. And in fact, 2021, your legislators aren't even talking about it yet. I'm the first person to be talking about this right now. 2021 looks as bad or worse than 2020. OPEC now seeing plenty of downside risk for all the oil markets. What does that mean for the Permian Basin? What does that mean for southeastern New Mexico, Lee County, Eddy County? It means I'm going to move to Texas. That's what it means. Amid the hopeful signs, the outlook for the first half of 2020 is mixed, and there are still many downside risks to juggle, according to the Secretary General Mohammed Barkindu of OPEC. In December, OPEC decided to increase production by 0.5 million barrels per day, not good for, for the USA. From January, as part of the 2 million barrels per day gradual rise this year. But some members have questioned the need for a further boost due to spreading the coronavirus infections. In fact... Saudi Arabia suggested a more cautious approach during previous meetings, while OPEC member of the United Arab Emirates and non-OPEC Russia have said they prefer a speedier increase. Remember, that was all created uh, back in April. Between Russia, they took advantage of the situation, like, how do we, how do we bring the U.S. down? <laughs> Saudi Arabia and Russia got together It's like, well, here we go. We're just going to take over the market and start dumping oil. The great Satan. The great Satan. <laughs> how do we bring down the great Satan? So here's what you need to know. Brent oil prices ended 2020 above 50 bucks a barrel, but it's more than a fifth down year over year and more than doubling from April's lows as producers have cut output for the foreseeable future two maybe three years at least. So the stock market, you can't trust that. The economy doesn't look good. You're going to start to see uh, I, I, the housing prices. I'm not going to say they're going to creep up as much as they did in 2020, but they're going to start to level and flatten out. And Bitcoin, because people don't know where to stick their money anymore, here's what's happening with Bitcoin. They're going to run that. I, I'm about to throw you out this number down. Do, do not get excited because it doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> Digital currency Bitcoin extended its record-smashing rally on Saturday with a surge over 30000 for the first time. The price of the world's most popular cryptocurrency traded as high as $33,100 on Saturday. It advanced 300% in 2020. And the latest leg higher has added more than 50% since crossing $20,000 just two weeks ago. Here's what it looks like according to Sergey Nazarov, not working with Putin. <laughs> he says it's very likely that the asset will eventually pass $100,000 per coin. $100,000 per coin for Bitcoin. So what are people like me and other people who have Bitcoin What do you think they think about doing with Bitcoin? you think they think about selling Bitcoin? You know what they think about Bitcoin? They think of accumulating more and more of it. And they look for people who get a little bit dicey during the crash because what's the very famous uh, Buffett?
2: Bad Buffett. The the Warren Buffett.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett, I think, uh, what, what's one of his stock prices uh, trade for? It's like $280,000 yeah, a share? Yeah, yeah Berkshire Hathaway, that, that's anyway. going to, people who own Bitcoin, they are going to put to shame Warren Buffett because there is no value in these companies going forward. But there is value in Bitcoin. five fifty dollars five hundred, that's five fifty fifty five hundred here in the keyboard. Oh, just very quickly, Eddie, Eddie yes, the
2: Mayor Ted Wheeler of Portland, as that city, collapses in on itself. He
1: was reelected in November. Oh. Well, there you go. I guess he can... Uh, One more reason to never
2: visit Portland
1: to give them your money. That's That must have been <laughs> what he was doing to pandering uh, to the left. 438, back and forth. The
0: same flowers never happened for me. I've sleeping the day off. Watching the night all cover.
8: It's Emerson from Entourage Jazz. There's no live Christmas show this year, but we hope you'll pick up our
5: award-winning holiday recording. Entourage Jazz wishes you a cool Yule. Check it out at com, and we wish you a peaceful holiday season.
0: Attention, attention. ABQ Guns and Glock salute the veterans of New Mexico by offering reduced blue-label pricing on all Glock blue-label handguns from Memorial Day to Veterans Day. ABQ Guns is the largest stocking blue-label dealer in the state and is the only woman veteran-owned firearm store in Albuquerque. For details, come into the store in the Riverside Plaza just north of McTagno and Coors at abqguns.com or call 899-1144. That's 899-1144.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at The Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 3937.
1: Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. I don't
8: know how
1: to tell time, but I know it's
3: sunny side up o'clock. Healthy, tasty, avocado toast, scrambles, and sunny side up favorites. Sunny Side Up,
1: Manola, Louisiana. Sunny Side Up. Tap to call at sunny. Great news! Anne Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings collection. Anne Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call eight nine zero. 3736 for your own personal shopping experience. And Matthews Bridal, eight nine zero three seven three six, 3736 Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Ah! Uh.
5: JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it.
6: Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built
4: our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right.
5: Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Hello, it's Emerson from Entourage Jazz. There's no live
8: Christmas show this year, but we hope you'll pick up our award-winning holiday recording. Entourage Jazz wishes you a cool Yule. Check it out at live I like dot com, and we wish you a peaceful holiday season. All right,
3: time to put things together, starting with the weather. 50s this week. That sounds really fun and good. No chance of rain. And I can tell you right now, it's 53 degrees in Cottonwood. It's 53 at Coronado Center and 52 at the Rock of Talk. All right, let's go and clear up that second accident on Bank, just above or just north of Chico, all gone. But unfortunately, so are the speeds. Tight stuff from central all the way up to just beyond I-40. I-25, that southbound trip is starting to drive right into that sunset, and that just means the slow pattern is developing from about Osuna south to just about Comanche before you start to see speeds back again. LifeSpring at Salon Helena, you need to go and experience the salt room there. This is really incredible. Visitors inhale salt-laden air, and they'll be getting health benefits. that includes um, soothing and symptoms from asthma, bronchitis, the common cold, or flu. And, you know, this is also, they say, some people are getting treatment for eczema and psoriasis because they go to the salt room. And you can go to this one. It's at LifeSpring at Salon Helena, which is on Manal. Just north, uh, I'm sorry, just west of Wyoming. All right, with that we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of
0: Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk.
1: All right, five fifty, fifty five hundred here in the Kiva four forty four on Albuquerque IBA and ABQ dot FM. Thanks for downloading us. That we are live on air. Facebook. How did you like that? Did you like that it's a little little jarring to see yourself up on the big screen yeah, there? You see but
2: yourself. Uh, uh, I'm going to ignore that and and let everyone know uh, we have some good news. Tanya Roberts is not dead. Uh, she was reported dead last night. Who's
4: Tanya Roberts? Uh, she's a former
2: Bond girl. Uh, okay. uh, later in her acting career, of course, was the mother of um, Donna's mother in that 70s show. starred as Sheena, queen of the jungle in the... Uh, rather uh, not entertaining movie in the early 80s, uh, came in, uh, was it Charlie's Angels, very late in the TV series. Her rep told Variety that although her husband, Lance O'Brien, was originally told she had died, the hospital called Monday morning to report that she was, in fact, still alive. That's kind of a big error to make um, in hospital administration, I would say.
1: So basically they're just thinking that this is the season for hot... Hot women dying after Marianne passed away. You know, Ginger came out. We'll talk about that in uh, hour number three. You know, pop that out. Uh, AM 1600, uh, and of course, there's 50 different ways to listen to us. Uh, Your Alexa device, hello? Hey, Alexa, play ABQ.FM. I mean, that's all you have to say, or play Kiva.AM, or just say play Kiva, whatever you want. I mean, and they took a survey of the number of people who have an AM-FM in their home versus the people who have an Alexa device, what do you think people have more of? AM, FM radios? Or do they have... Wow, that's a tough Alexa one. devices. Look it up, Dad. Um, you'll be, you'll be, I, 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 I think I'd be
2: willing to say that more people now just listen to the radio in the car than in the home. Maybe more Alexa devices
1: in the home? And then the, the Smart Dash. Do you know the percentage of... Oh. The, the percentage of Cars that are over the age of 10 years old that are on the road currently. That have the smart- Look up these two stacks. Okay. All right. It's really, really easy. Yep. Really easy. That's it. And then, of course, the, the AM is uh, stronger than ever, 10,000 watts. All right. So here's what's happening with the Ronas. As uh, Dow does a little radio research uh, that's out there. Uh, <laughs> you'll be amazed at the numbers that you see. Um, you know, the the Nielsen reports that come out uh, are not accurate compared to what you see from the other surveys that are out there. All right, we talked about how Dr. Anthony Fauci has stated that you will have to get a vaccine in order to travel to go back to school. We talked about that on New Year's Day. He says, I'm not sure going to be mandatory from a central government standpoint like federal government mandates, but he added that he's sure that some individual institutes will require the shot. Here's what's going to happen. Since we've all decided to go ahead and collectively mask, we're all probably gonna, at some point, say we gotta collectively take a shot. It's not hard to make that logically because there's no leap. Yet, a majority of conservatives has stated that they will not take the shot. So how does all that add up? Well, there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna figure out ways to not take the shot. And you can't look at them as murderers or people who are gonna go out and infect people or anything else. Because it's still sort of undecided as to how real this coronavirus is. What is it? What does it do? We're still trying to understand it. We, of course, played on uh, New Year's Eve, Dr. Michael Yeadon. But New Mexicans, hey, you guys are slowly being pushed into vaxxing everywhere. 100% vaxxers in New Mexico. Oh, a guarantee someone's going to say that we're the most healthy state because we have 100% vaccinations in New Mexico. You know that survey is coming. I, yeah. I feel it. The government's going to push it out. New Mexico now cited as the most healthy state in the country because everybody does what they're told. New Mexico Department of Health announced just today that if you pre-registered for a vaccine on the state's vaccine website, you'll need to lock back in to complete some additional information. This new information includes Medical conditions. Did anybody feel Obamacare coming on? Insurance information. Hand that over. The state said it will notify you when the vaccine becomes available to your group. Just what you wanted, right? Just what you wanted. You have to go in and you are literally going to tell the government everything about yourself from all of your medical conditions and they're going to put it in a computer and you're going to tell them all of your insurance information. Does anybody feel good about this? Do you know how easy it is to find information about people? This woman was incredibly surprised when she emailed me Dowd over the weekend. And she sent me, she requested the information on impeach MLG. And I literally took her email address so I could correspond with her. So sure. I could realize it was a real person. Sure. Because in the era where Democrats are constantly having attacked you. So I found out the information. I mean, her, her information is safe with me. I immediately texted her directly on her mobile phone. Within two minutes, yeah. without her providing any of that information, yeah, 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 yeah. and I said, you know, hey, this is a trust relationship. Thank you for reaching out to me. Interesting email that you sent me. Given what's happening with uh, you and your husband, you should definitely submit this information because the- oh, and you've also found out that the impeach MLG will work should Mich- Michelle Lujan Grisham get reelected. This is all right there, folks. So now. Don't act like you are going to resist because all of you are going to be going out there, you Democrats, and you're going to tell the state of New Mexico all your medical conditions and your insurance information. Right? 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 And now they established a brand new website, VaccineNewMexico.org, VaccineNM.org. It allows them to contact New Mexicans and match them with local vaccination opportunities. Do you see that? Opportunities! Oh, a vaccination must be a great thing. It's an opportunity! (laughs) all of you guys can go get the vaccine if I'm the last person I will not be the person who's vaccinated I've been vaccinated one time for the flu shot I can imagine somebody trying to whoa maybe I am getting taken off air because I don't want to get vaccinated did you ever think about that that's right Uh, Uh, Your sickness will come through that microphone. Maybe the radio station was attacked (laughs) the weekend of Thanksgiving. The slow, uh, maybe because he's an anti-vaxxer and he wants to impeach MLG. (laughs) We certainly know the Republican Party wasn't adamant about, like, you guys all want to be told what to do. It's amazing to me how much you want to be told what to do. You're, like, looking for direction and leadership at this point. And you think that because Michelle Lujan Grisham says it's good? We should do it? That's insane. Tell me one good thing that's come from her. What, what During her leadership in Congress, Hispanic uh, C- Congressional Caucus, uh, her leadership up in, in, in Santa Fe, her leadership uh, over here in the Berlio County Commission, which she left, I believe, two, two years early so she could run for Congress. How about when she, was, when she resigned her position as the director for the Department of Health Doubt?
2: Time. No, I mean, you, you and I are completely on the same page when it comes to vaccination. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I've had vaccinations in the sure. 70s when I was growing up. I had a uh, tetanus booster maybe about 10 years ago. I was just in for a checkup, and the doctor said, we don't have any records of you ever having this, even though you had it as a kid. So I, I said, yeah, doc, whatever you want. Um, talk to my folks over the weekend. My folks are 77 and 78. They live in Ground Zero of Rona, America. You know, Ground Zero is basically sort of D.C., Baltimore, Philly, New York, Connecticut, up into Massachusetts and Rhode Island. They live in uh, the Connecticut River Valley. Seventy-seven, seventy-eight. Both of them healthy, happy. I asked both of them. I said, "Now you guys have my, my mother's an only child. Uh, my father has one sister. And the less said about that, the better. They they don't really have siblings. They have cousins. My 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 parents have just dozens and dozens and dozens of cousins, and they're all around their age. Uh, maybe a little bit younger, but many of them, probably most of them, in their seventies by now." And, I, and they all still talk. Most of them live in, in Southern New England. And I said, I'm sure you've got. You, you must have got a call or an email from from somebody on mom's mom side, dad's right. side. You know, somebody had to go in the hospital. Somebody was ventilated. Maybe even somebody died. Zero. Nothing.
7: That's right.
2: Zero. Money. Zero. Okay, that's a good reason for yep. me to not uh, be concerned about getting this vaccine. And like you, I mean, I got I got the flu shot. Uh, my when I took care of my nephew for eleven years, his his father is an MD. In New Jersey, So a lot of those years I got a flu shot. It had kind of mixed results with it. Like some years I would get it and some years I wouldn't. And it didn't seem to have any connection between <laughs> whether I had the shot or not. But um, I think I'll take my chances with a, uh, a disease with a survival rate of 99.998%. I think I'll stick with that rather than this uh, hastily developed
1: shot. You know what's, uh, yeah, very hastily. Uh, and I mean, two shots. M- so most most shots. vaccines, yeah, well, you need two shots. I want a negative. And we talked about it on Dr. Summer's show on, right. on, on, on Saturday, right, which, guys, which I thought was uh, really good. But remember, you guys will all do what you're told. In fact, a brand new collaborative study has come out, led by the University of Otago. Where Where is Otago? That's in New Zealand? Sounds like yeah. Has shown that COVID-19 containment and elimination efforts have become moralized. Virtue signaling. Yep. As a result, people are more likely to accept collateral damage from these efforts, such as Social shaming, lost lives, and illness and police abuse of power. The moralization was so strong that people reacted negatively, even when COVID-19 restrictions were merely questioned. That means you're all jumping on board. And so when they tell you there's a vaccine opportunity, it's not a far cry for you to say, you know what, it must be an opportunity. They told me it was, and I don't want to fall out of line where, you know, you're falling within the norm. Being normal, why can't you stand out for all these people who want to stand out and express themselves? You see all this technology, I want my own design, I want my own individuality. Yet, when it comes to sickness, when it comes to anything that is being, you know, pervasive in the the, the media, you guys are jumping on board. Rather than treating COVID-19 pandemic like any other policy concern, such as building a road where the trade-offs and expenses are weighed, With a steady hand, many people have opted to treat it like a religion. Religion. What? Religion. You're not masking? You're not masking? In summary, many people are likely to have hindered ability to make objective judgments on the trade-offs of various public health. How about no judgments? Why do they even come up with a conclusion that says that they have a judgment? You don't. You do the masking. You do everything that you're told at this point. And, and you shame the churches and you shame people like me who don't adhere to every single thing that you recommend and tell us what you do more we're like asking, where's the proof? Where, where's the proof? Well, let me tell you something that's happened just this season alone. The flu. How many of you people know somebody who have had the flu? You <laughs> what, just what's that? A... What's the flu? <laughs> what is that? Has anybody said that they have the flu lately? Does that still exist? Does anybody know about the flu in 2020 and 2021? The fact of the matter is you don't. All the flu cases are gone. They're all COVID cases. There's quite a number, according to one source, Wachowski, who says, the cases included in the presumed COVID category of people who have COVID symptoms, who might have otherwise had the flu, have COVID. Those patients also may have some SARS RNA sitting in their nose, while be infected with the influenza, in which case the influenza would be confirmed to not be influenza, but COVID. How stupid are we at this point? (laughs) Pretty dumb. And here we are listening to uh, Anthony Fauci saying that we're failing because the federal government isn't doing enough. Because Donald Trump isn't doing enough. Everything is Donald Trump's fault. He says we really need to rethink more intensively about how we're going to reach out and help the states. Because I guess Donald Trump hasn't been helping them since March. He wasn't the one who was trying to give people even more money. So hopefully as we get in the beginning of the year, we'll see a change in that the coronavirus outbreak outbreak according to Dr. Anthony Fauci another reason to keep the layers up and the control going especially under a Biden administration and you will do what you're told she tells you just today that it's likely going to get worse now. yep yep in Christmas. fact the coronavirus infections are going to be terribly high and deaths are going to increase it's terrible it's unfortunate wait this is the time where we've already have nine ten months of practice into this the social distancing has commenced we have done everything we can we have shut down restaurants we have shut down the economy and we have a vaccine of which we're like doling out somewhere between one to two million vaccines a day and it's going to get worse <laughs> oh no wait There's more. (laughs) And just in case you think that (laughs) strain wasn't... No, there's a new COVID strain. Yep. That's going to make things even more worse because the new COVID strain is going to be the majority. That's going to be the new majority of the COVID in cases by March. And guess what the English are doing? They're shutting down their entire country. Yep, all over again. In a national lockdown. New strain. I can't make this up, folks. For those of you who thought 2020 <laughs> couldn't be bested, well, Here comes. hold my beer. Here is 2021. Hey, Governor, I am afraid that new strain made its way to New Mexico.
2: We're going to have to lock down even more. Doctor, we've, we, we've done everything we can. We can't lock down more than this. We're just going to have to come up with some new ideas, Governor. <laughs> A new strain. We, we detected it in Alamogordo someone, and someone in
1: someone fresh lockdown. Any, uh... <clears throat> <laughs> oh wow, you guys, are, you guys are real dedicated, are they? Uh, I mean, uh, got you on AM. I'll be listening wherever you are, Eddie. No problem. Any company? What vaccine did Fauci invested in? I don't remember. I heard Waters talk about it on. Uh Fox News six months ago. I don't remember him being invested in anyone. It had to be the one with Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie, somebody actually told me today the reason why the flu numbers are non-existent is because everybody is wearing their masks. Oh. <laughs> oh, so the, it works the, for everything. The flu is less contagious <laughs> right, right, than, than right, COVID. Right. What do you say with that? Well, I just told you. Uh, nothing will be Biden's fault. It will all be Trump's fault. Remember when Obama came into office, everything was Bush's fault. Yeah. Eight years of uh, amazing nothingness for eight years. Eddie, I saw a video by a few scientists today that people who get the RNA vaccine will be dead in five years because they'll be exposed to new viruses in their immune system, will attack their own bodies. You should listen to what I just read. That's exactly what it is. Long-term effects. Unknown, <laughs> yeah. unknown at this point. And Brandon, you know? the smartest guy who's texted all day, says, Eddie. Where do I uh, where do I line up to take the flu test? <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> five fifty 500. fifty five hundred. That's five fifty fifty five hundred. We're gonna hit the top of the hour. Fox News. You can watch us. On Facebook, we're on Twitter. We'll be on Twitch tomorrow. That's going to be very cool. So Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and, of course, rockoftalk.com. You can see all that. YouTube is great. You can uh, rewatch that for all our annotations and all the links to everything we've talked about. All the articles, very easy. Just go to rockoftalk.chat. That's rockoftalk.chat. Back at the top of the hour, Fox News, right here in the Kiva. You're listening to Fox News ABQ.FM. K229CL 93.7 FM. And AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.
8: High stakes runoffs. I'm Lee Silicera, Fox News. Georgia's Senate runoff race is tomorrow, and both parties getting some big name help with the president elect in Atlanta this afternoon. This is it. This is it!
6: The president-elect urged the state that went for him in November to support John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock to unseat Republican Senators David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler, respectively. Biden said it's simple to see where the incumbent's allegiances lie. Two senators now think... They don't work for you, they work for Trump. Biden says Georgia needs the stimulus, vaccines, and justice. And to ensure a Democratic victory... We need you to vote again in record numbers. Polls open in Georgia tomorrow morning at 7. Gernal Scott, Fox News.
8: President Trump said to hold a rally for Republican incumbents Kelly Leffler and David Perdue in a couple hours. This afternoon, Vice President Pence was in the state. If
6: you don't vote, there could be nothing stopping Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi from cutting our military, raising taxes, and passing the agenda of the Radical Left.
8: On the allegations of voting irregularities in the state, he told supporters Wednesday they will have their day in Congress this afternoon. Georgia elections officials again refuted claims of widespread fraud. A day after President Trump called him a Never Trumper on a phone call with the Georgia Secretary of State, U.S. Attorney Young B.J. Park has left his position as the top federal prosecutor in Atlanta. Park was appointed to the position by President Trump and was sworn into the position in October of 2017, Park issued a statement saying he was leaving the position, but offered no details. Actress Tanya Roberts, whose death was widely reported earlier today after a publicist, a publicist issued a statement, is alive. The 65-year-old hospitalized after falling at her home. America is listening to Fox News. What can help you
9: take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. British judge
3: has decided WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange
8: should not be extradited to the U.S. to face charges of espionage.
2: On 18 counts of espionage for his leaking of military documents and diplomatic cables. The judge citing his mental condition, saying he could be a suicide risk in American prisons. A spokesperson for the Department of Justice says it's disappointed and intends to appeal the decision. For that reason, Assange is expected to remain in custody here. The judge did not rule against the basics of the charges. 49 year old Assange potentially faces life in prison if found guilty. Supporters of Assange at the British court hailed the decision as a victory for freedom of speech. In London, Greg Falcon. Fox
8: News. FEMA has put together a list of the riskiest and the safest counties to live in the U.S. The National Risk Index looks at 18 natural hazards, including hurricanes, tornadoes, and earthquakes. New York, Los Angeles, and Miami are considered high risk, while the suburbs of Washington, D.C., areas near Boston, and New York's Long Island rank as some of the safest places. A spy agency is hiring and is looking to change the face of its workforce. The CIA has
2: a new recruitment website up with links to job descriptions, salaries and requirements, and a streamlined application process. The agency is also trying to bring in more top candidates from all walks of life. According to an annual demographics report, 26.5% of the federal intelligence workforce were minorities in the last fiscal year. It's 37% in the federal and civilian workforce overall. 39% 39% of intelligence professionals are women now, including CIA Director Gina Haspel and the heads of all five CIA branches. Chris Foster, Fox News.
8: A healthcare venture created by J.P. Morgan Chase, Amazon, and Berkshire Hathaway that was supposed to be addressing soaring costs of healthcare is shutting down just a couple years after it was formed. No reason was given for the move. I'm Lee Silasara, and this is Fox News.
3: right, time to put things together as we start hour number two. Hi everybody, I'm Rudy Grande. And i got to tell you, it's just going to be a pretty nice week weather-wise. Mid-50s, they say, throughout the week. I know a little chillier on Wednesday, but other than that, that's just a minor blip in the curve. Alright, as far as right now, I can tell you, Santa Fe, 44 degrees, 53 in Old Town, and 50 at the Rock of Talk. An hour ago, I was telling you about two different accidents on Eubank near Chico. I hate to say it. They cleared those up about half an hour ago, and now we have a third one right in the same intersection. Uh, they say this is a major crash, so that might cost you a little bit of time. I can tell you staying heavy all the way up to just about Lomas right now. Southbound 25 loading up right there, driving into the sunset from Osuna to Comanche. And if your drive takes you westbound on I-40, looks like that's going to be a tough one as well. Uh, right before the river, you start seeing the, uh, seeing the, the uh, slowdown, and that's not going to improve till you get beyond Unser. Well, this traffic report brought to you by Sunny Side Up. Sun's up, and while they don't have anything but patio tables right now and takeout, that's really the best. Pineapple, coconut, pancake, the Patriot waffle, Colorado scramble. Healthy lunch choices as well. If you'd like to see all of this, Sunny Side Up, Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday through Sunday until they lift and open up the restaurant. You can see everything at enjoy, I'm sorry, sunny.enjoytakeout.com. All right, we're up to date. Now, let's dive into the
0: Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon. Hello, oh, good time. I
1: am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500, eat out in Moscow, hour two, how are you?
2: Uh, Mr. Trump apparently is speaking in just about 13, 14 minutes. So, okay, uh, good.
1: We'll stay on that. I think we can bring that, that in, and, uh, you know, I think uh, we should do a lot of hour three with that. Maybe we can run that back uh, as much as we can possibly you know, listen to our great president that uh, we need to do it. But we enjoy listening
2: to those rallies. There's nobody who can do it like him. Nobody.
1: <laughs> nobody does it better. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, we covered hour one. Everything is available. Rockoftalk.com. You can see us on Facebook, Twitter, Parlor. I'm sorry I wasn't mentioning Parlor. People felt like if they had a live feed, I would stick it in their Rumble app, and that would be fine, but it's impossible to get it in there. Um, so we've got uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that right there. You can hear us on AM 1600 KIVA, loud and clear. And then, of course, uh, you can listen to us at abq.fm. That with additional 64 radio stations that are all right there. And uh, I mean, we've got everything from smooth jazz to... Uh, some hard rock to some latin flavor we got everything right there and uh, i'm actually going through painstakingly each one of those i have my classical music station oh, up yeah, on yeah. monday <laughs> and you know how much i love classical you music are, and so you,
2: you're just self-taught expert in that field i
1: don't you know i was watching unfortunately 60 minutes i happened to catch it and I, was I, was listening, I know i know but i just caught it and there was this pianist or is it pianist one of my favorite movies, by the way. Um, you've, you've seen that, that movie. Oh, it, yeah, it's uh, been a while. but yeah. Pianist, yeah, well, yeah, great movie.
2: That actor, the tall, skinny actor.
1: I can't think of his name right now, yeah. but... He
2: there kissed was... Halle Berry on the mouth when he won the Oscar, right? Remember, that was very famous.
1: Adrian Brody. Brody. Boom, yep. nailed it. That, yep. That's a great movie. Okay. Um, but there was a, a pianist, or a pianist, uh, there on 60 Minutes, and he's in Berlin. And he was bringing all these people because he was not able to perform in uh, concert halls any longer. So he... Had, Concert halls have completely destroyed. He's lost his agents. He's lost his bookings. He's lost everything. And I'm thinking, my gosh, what has happened? Poor, poor guy. And he's so great. And he's he's a hipster. Like he gets his his inspiration from like Eminem and modern music and all these things. And and he was doing his online um, video displays. Uh, because he's so good, he's such a virtuoso and uh, so well known that somebody can't remember his name. Uh, you know, I watch all the Dutch gramophone stuff. I haven't seen him on any of that, so I did uh, try looking for him. Um, but long story short, he got three hundred and fifty thousand people watching him play the piano and performing, and he was in an amazing interview. He was as good as a pianist as he was. He was an even better interview. Oh, okay, very very charismatic, very intriguing. I got to say. I, I that's one of those uh, musicians I instantly became a fan of. Not for so much his music because he's uh Beethoven. We're literally into two hundred and fifty years of Beethoven, but uh long story short, this is the guy you should pay attention to and I'll I'll bring some of his uh, music uh in some time. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 here in the Kiva. We've got uh, 245 people listening to us uh, online. For those of you who've made the gracias, switch, you can find us on your Alexa devices, your Google Play devices, all that kind of stuff as well. But enough about all the connections and every, all the rest of that stuff. Let's talk about our local economy. We when have airports. When the <laughs> airports are busy, and they're busy everywhere else, folks, people are in and out of all the other airports in the region, but not New Mexico. Seventy-four thousand people pass through the Sunport in two weeks—a seventy percent drop from twenty nineteen. Unbelievable! What is it, everyone's traveling and going? You know, the only place that people are scared—a scared. Yeah, you're all a scare, bro. How come you don't want to fly? You got the mask. It's okay. You're gonna be all right. Whether it's the family, work, there are many reasons for people to travel during the pandemic. I love
2: that line of the, the story. <laughs> yeah, I got a COVID wow. test
1: before I left. Rico said <laughs> he fills the airport and the plane smelled really clean. They even threw some snacks at me and some water. I even got to remove my mask. It was kind of cool. Seventy-four thousand, awful, terrible. People should be traveling, seeing people. No, you know what we're showcasing here locally. That ridiculous story about people hugging the, each other, hugging one another through plastic. Oh, okay. People are hugging each other through plastic at this point. Yep. It, it, that, touch. That's real progress. <laughs> oh, nothing feels better than, than plastic. Yep. I don't even want to make the comparison. You know where I would go with that uh, all day long. <clears throat>
2: <clears throat> there, there were people uh, post-9-11, in fact, one of them in my home state of Connecticut, and I think it happened elsewhere, who were wrapping, yep. they were so paranoid about bioterrorism, they were wrapping their homes in plastic. That actually happened. I mean, this is, sometimes uh, the truth is uh, more absurd than, than than anything you could concoct in your head. There Folks,
1: you go. There you go. Wake up. Yeah, wake up, wake up, wakey, wakey. So, people are not traveling out of New Mexico, but people are traveling everywhere else. It was a, an unbelievable amount of people who were traveling Amongst the uh, big cities, uh, that was definitely happening. But also, Dillard's, and I checked this out, only New Mexico Dillard's shut down. Oh, you verified that. All yeah. of the rest of the Dillard's stayed open. Yep. Yeah, a popular New Year's sale will not happen or did not happen on New Year's Day due to the current state health order here in New Mexico. The retailer said it would do everything online. How, how good? Or how bad is the economy here in the state of New Mexico? Well, PNM has now extended, right? Their COVID nineteen customer relief. Their Good Neighbor Fund. They're providing help to families, small business, and nonprofits struggling to pay their electric bills. Where's Where's my reprieve? My electric bill on sixteen hundred yep. is actually larger than most luxury ho- house payments, <laughs> and I don't see that money again. It's gone. Bye bye. Takes a lot to power ten thousand watts. Our devices but PNM has announced the program will be extended through the end of March. Well, didn't uh, Dr. Disgrace say that we are not going to get out of this until, what is this? He's September, p- October? Yeah, I think he said the fall. We can re- yeah. return to normalcy back in. Uh, the- will we even have a state by that time? By can, then? Can, can, <laughs> can Texas just absorb this at that time? I'd be okay with that. I might be okay with Texas just absorbing us. Other than giving us uh, our representation, well, the last
2: silver-tailed ponytail person in New Mexico <laughs> <laughs> to leave, turn out the lights. I
1: guess. Oh, Dow do I Mexico ever do have t-shirt? a story for that? Oh, I bet you do. Oh, oh, you know. always. <laughs> this, this this is a story that is going to keep on coming because those silver-haired ponytail crowds, Let's just say they like hanging out. They just don't really like living in New Mexico. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, they all live up in uh, fantasy
7: mm-hmm.
1: My uh, favorite palace, and, and and Simon I'd be remiss if I didn't wrap the segment, to Dowd with a very, very important story about an uh, 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 East Indian place to eat that now has come. We, did you realize that we didn't cover that story? Well... They blamed it on the white supremacist yeah. so The Santa Fe white supremacist who went and painted the KKK all over everything. Yep, yep, yep. Right? Isn't that what happened? Well, Okay, so the economy is bad. Travel is down. People are scared. Dillard's, nobody shopped there. People are doing all their shopping online. Small businesses are shutting down. The pain threshold couldn't get any, any lower. Because people have done everything. They're renting tents. They're doing everything they can to keep the doors open. And then you got the public service coming to make sure, like, yeah, these people don't have any money. The number of lights on, on, on uh, keeping the power on. I mean, pretty soon... <laughs> The power on the only reason why PNM's helping is because they're like best friends with Michelle Lujan Grisham. They literally helped her. Look at all the donations yep. coming from the public service coming to Mexico and they're, they're scared because you better keep there. The only way we can tell these people what to do, most of them don't read. Half of them watch the news at night and you've got to be keeping, you have to keep on their 4, 7 and 13. <laughs> right? The state media. Literally. <laughs> Alright. So in the midst of all this Economy and what has happened, and shuttered doors everywhere. And New Mexico, I don't know if you guys can literally see what's happening right now, it's turning into a ghost town. It's turning into a literal ghost town. It is sad. Other cities are not experiencing what we're experiencing here. I want you to know that. Okay? What other cities are experiencing is like, oh yeah, we just adapt and... We'll move forward and, yeah, well, there's going to be so many deaths, there's going to be so many infections, we're just going to roll with it, but we've got to keep our businesses open. Not New Mexico. Michelle Lujan Grisham is still convinced she's going to save us somehow from the Rona. And yet, I think, what are we averaging? More than 27 deaths a day yeah, right now? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, like, like an Higher than when she high. imposed
2: the reset uh, on November 16th. I did that over the weekend. And I, I, I've never posted something to social media that got more shares than what I posted, which was we are almost double the number of daily deaths since when she imposed the reset on November 16th. By her own metrics, she is a colossal failure. But and nobody is
1: talking about this. Nobody is talking about this. Nobody is as critical of the governor or leadership as we are and as I am. And they decided to go ahead and let this minimum wage go into effect. The city council is doing whatever it can to make it responsible. What, what is that uh, thing that they continue to try to pass and make them responsible for every single leave, cost? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, the sick paid sick leave. sick leave. So all these workers that were making minimum wage are now going to be bumped up a buck fifty. When profits couldn't be worse, mm-hmm. the increase was appro- improved, approved excuse me. last year. Under a bill signed by the governor, wages will continue to go up, regardless if we're shut down. Regardless of what business, I, I guarantee state workers are making more. Where's the layoffs? You're-, you're laying people off now at the Indian casinos. Now, on the face of that, you know how incredibly happy that makes me. Everybody knows how much I hate Indian gaming. True. I literally hate it. I I won't walk into a casino. I hate Sandia casino. I hate Asleta casino. I hate uh, what is that Route called? 66. Route 66. <laughs> there isn't a casino out of New Mexico that I don't hate. It literally has bankrupted so many people. But I don't like to see 1100 people out of work and then What's happening on the reservations? They're turning around and they're going after the state of New Mexico and said, unless we get bailed out, we're not going to keep these people working. Well, they're either going to be on the dole of those casinos or they're going to be on the dole for the state of New Mexico. And during this time, we are increasing the minimum wage. This I should have included this in, in the Impeach MLG. (laughs) This could be a reason to impeach her as well. Malfeasance is what this is. This is irresponsible in every way. With all that is facing the restaurants in New Mexico due to the pandemic. This is coming from the New Mexico Restaurant Association. I haven't talked to Carol in a while. Yeah. How's she doing? This increase will only deepen the crisis for the industry and once we can open back up will only slow the rehiring of restaurants across the state. How about people are just going to be ordering in? What do you see Grubhub? Yep. yep. it's like, well, you know, I've got my kitchen, I'm going to you're going to get your kitchen certified. I wait for the first story of the person who's making bean burritos at home, sending them out and signing up with Grubhub and is going to put the place down the the, the cook, yeah, yeah. right, who was working for the restaurant, that cooked all the great places, that gave them the recipes, like, hey, I can make this myself. Why not? I'm going to get it out there. I'm going to sell them for three times as much. <laughs> for cash. The owners of Safari Grill said their costs will go up as minimum wage increases. Do you think? you think? It's almost like we don't want to, but maybe we'll have to increase our prices or cut down on the portion size. Yes, that's a great way to run a business. Provide less value. right? Right. right. Yes. Increase <laughs> the price and yes. decrease <laughs> the portion size. If that's literally what you put, I know I will never visit you again. And not because you're trying to survive. And I'd love to help you, but I don't need to help you because I'm going to be spending more money for a lot less. Do you see what's happening? Our local economy is in the tank. Michelle Lujan Grisham is literally waiting for Joe Biden to get into office because... One minute past 12 o'clock as Joe Biden, hopefully not, is sworn in as president. She has got her Santa's list a month after Christmas asking for every single bailout known to man. And what's happening with the people of New Mexico? Like, I can't I can't live here anymore. I got to pick up and move. Mm. Eddie, I'm going to have to listen to your radio station when I live in Arizona or Utah. Please take us with you. Do you know how many times I've heard that? I'm not going anywhere. Neither are you, by the way. I mean, we've, we've got a state to fight for here. <laughs> we do. We've got a state to fight for here. We do. But that is what is happening. Nobody is going to give it to you straight like I just did. Nobody's going to tell you the truth. And your smiling faces on TV who aren't from here, whether it's Tessa from back east or Robondo from New York or any of these people. They're sitting there smiling in your face and we're all gonna pull together. Oh my favorite place is, has been shut down for nine months and they don't care. They don't care that it's shut down. They're like, well, you know what? People are watching news now more than ever. I got this little place. I got to hold out my contract three or four years before I pick up and get the hell out. That's what most of these people are thinking about doing. I'm here to tell you, folks, for those people who hang in there and keep the fight, and we keep taking the fight so that Democrats and Michelle Lujan Grisham, day after day, because they don't have the platforms that we do, They don't have, uh, dare I say it Dow, the intelligence that we do. They Uh, don't put in the time. They don't put in the effort. And we are going to convince New Mexico to push back against these dirty Democrats. Because they want to keep you enslaved. It is amazing to me. You know, in 2022, in the U.S. House, we are going to have a Republican majority. You know what's also going to happen in 2022? We're going to have a U.S. Senate majority. And by 2024, we'll take back the White House. And we are going to win the governorship. I can guarantee you that. I don't know who's running. I'm not running, so don't try to get me to run. Okay? But I can tell you there's lots of candidates, and they can all take down Michelle Hungersham. And what we'll have by that point is we'll be able to see through enough of the information to realize that we've been bamboozled, to, to quote Malcolm X. You've been hoodwinked, hoodwinked. You've been bamboozled. <laughs> we ain't not on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. <laughs> I need to. I need to go out with some public enemy <laughs> thing. Denzel, he's good. He's that was a, he, that was one of his greatest performances. not a great black actor. He's a great actor. Denzel. Okay. Oh, oh. Wait, but he's black. Right, we have to focus on... Everything. So, if you're part of the black community, you have to qualify. Yes, by right. He's a great black actor. He's one of ours. Like, no. Denzel, if he's in a movie, I watch it. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. And I don't even I don't even know that. I feel like I'm connected to Denzel like nothing else. I mean, he's amazing. Man on Fire? Oh. Classic. That's, that's my favorite Denzel movie. What's your favorite Denzel movie? Text that in. Love to hear that. 550-5500-522. 500, back and forth. AM sixty hundred. P-I-B-A-A-B-Q. ABQ FM. Just say, "Hey Alexa, play ABQ FM." YouTube, Twitter, Parler, Facebook—we're all there.
8: Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi.
0: And I'm Joe Gazzardi.
8: At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique new world offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service.
0: Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in
1: Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive.
4: I'm Aaron Jones. I'm the President and CEO of International Protective Service, better known as IPS. International Protective Service, or IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business needs the very best, think of International Protective Service, IPS, providing peace of mind in an ever changing world. Visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. Someone once said just all right is not all right and just okay is not okay. For our hard-earned resources, we value service excellence with a higher expectation than just all right. A burned steak when you ask for medium rare is not all right. Stale chips and salsa, not okay. And oily after receiving lube services is far from all right. And your automobile, after receiving cleaning services, you find sheets of water, smeared windows, dirty floor carpets, two of four tires shining, and the attendant saying, hurry, the next car is coming. Sorry to say, you just received services from the not all right, not okay car wash. Here's the good news. Car four locations are out cleaning the not okay car washes by a Google rating of four stars or better. For the best car cleaning service money can buy, it's Rain Tunnel Car Spa. Google us for exact locations. Car Spa, locally owned for 47 years.
3: Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Menlo. Come into Raw Greens, all natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens, online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. This Christmas, unlike any before, have you heard the message? Hear it on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Hear the message and then share by text with every friend on your mobile device. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Pass it on. Le Chantilly. Fine pastries in the Hopmantown Shopping Center now has freezer-to-oven meals that feed four to five people. Green chili chicken cheese enchiladas. Green chili cheese mac and cheese is yours with or without bacon. Oh, and don't forget the pastries. Go to com. All right, and as we put things together, we're going to start with the weather. Looks like a week full of 50s, no real rain in store for us. That's Good news. I can tell you right now, 49 degrees in Corrales. It's 50 at the VA hospital and 48 at the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, traffic-wise, got a new accident. This is going to be Comanche, just east of Pennsylvania. Also still working in the last stages of that crash, Eubank southbound at Chico. That should be out of your way totally here in just a few minutes. And in Rio Rancho, southern westbound, that's stumbling from about 36th Street as you make your way west towards Sarah. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza on Southern in Rio Rancho. Well, they've got the, 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 all the Monate products. That's modern nature, hair and skin products, and now health products. Now, you couple all the Monate pro, uh, products along with Canyon Water on the West Side. Salon Deluxe is now your home for Canyon Water on the West Side. If you'd like to know more, simply go to SalonDeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk.
0: Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 528 here
1: in the Kiva. AM 1600, KIAVA, 93.7 FM. How do you love my Trump right here? Oh, he looks so good. good. Uh, for those uh, joining us here, there we go. Just a little side-by-side action going on. Because Dowd, and you must be a subscriber to rockoftalk.chat. Uh, chat. and uh, yes we do all our own original thinking around here we don't wait for someone to tell us how to think doubt or what to think and uh, you're welcome to go ahead and you know give your input on all this stuff but uh, you know doubt is let I me mean, can I I'm going to uh Mr. Dowd's uh, horn here because uh, the man has a degree from George Washington University and he has written for some of the best. Uh, conservative and libertarian sources uh, out there, and has been doing this for more than 28 years. If you can't, if you can't help with 15 cents a day, okay, and you know them, the last person to beg for money. But I'm not, and I'm not doing that here. I'm just saying the man is worth every single penny. Uh, between the blasts, the movies that we or the video that we put together, so that you guys can limit the amount of time that you spend uh, digesting TV. We give you all the highlights. We give you all the news. Uh, the The reads are anywhere from thirteen to sixteen minutes uh, every single day. We've got your quote of the day. You've got your top ten articles. You've got absolutely everything. I've even started putting a, a. But today we're on Job one through five. You think you had it hard? I mean, here's a guy who would not curse God. Job. It took everything yeah. from him. Don't it. ever curse God, right? <laughs> uh, uh, didn't matter how much Satan was taunting him. I mean, that, it's the oldest book in the Bible, Job. So uh, I
2: highly recommend. My father that. mentioned over the weekend. He liked your, I think it was your Václav Havel quote a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, yeah Václav so Havel. Okay, so Havel. he's reading that. Huh? Oh yeah. Oh wow, that is uh, that's good. Oh, stuff. I, I had to. I spent half my FaceTime two hours with them. Talking about Eddie Aragon, they have the endless questions. How are the boys doing? He's like, oh, do, do, wow. you, do you care about your actual son or do you, your 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 preferred <laughs> adopted son? You know, what's yeah. what's going on? That's <laughs> pretty nice. Wow. They're very grateful for the opportunity you have given their son. They are. So, they like well,
1: uh, the opportunity is all mine. I think I'm I'm taking advantage of uh, doubt. So don't take advantage of him. Fifteen cents a day. Get involved with what uh, Dowd is doing each and every day at Rock of chat and soon to be rockoftalk.tv just a few short days away minimum Lord. wage maximum virtue signaling Dad put it together dad what can you tell us about uh, michelle lujan grusham
2: well i, I went in a different direction with this piece because yeah. we do hear and you know we talked to carol white and restaurant association you know, there's a lot of other types of industries that uh pay lower wages too and in no way do i want to de-emphasize the burden that this places on them the fact that some Doofus like, you know, Bill McCamley or, or Michelle Luan Grisham will decide. What the minimum price you know, minimum price you pay to your, 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 for, for an hourly wage to your employee that 's something that the employee and the employer work out themselves. I kind of thought we had a free economy in this society, so i don 't want to minimize the burden placed on them. But as I was reading the signing ceremony documents from Luhan Grisham in April two thousand and nineteen, uh, congratulating herself on how she was going to be ending poverty in New Mexico because we increased the minimum wage from seven hundred and fifty uh, all the way up to twelve dollars. It occurred to me that, you know, you, you also take can take this in another direction. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not denying the, the, the burden it places on the employer. Looking at it from the in the employee perspective and this fiction, this left-wing nonsense that you can arbitrarily pass a law, mandate a higher wage, and you can solve the, the poverty problem in this country. It's really interesting. One of the uh, leading newspapers in the country in 1987 wrote an editorial, quote, the idea of using a minimum wage to overcome poverty is old, Honorable and fundamentally flawed, and of course, you know that's the New York, that's the um, the Wall Street Journal, right wing evil capitalist. No, that was actually the New York Times. The New York Times in a 1987 editorial acknowledged that the minimum wage is not going to solve the poverty problem and one of my favorite economists uh, david henderson i think he's out in stanford a uh, big big kind of libertarian um he wrote a, a piece for the wall street journal a number of years ago the law of demand says that at a higher price less is demanded and it applies to grapefruit cars tickets and yes labor since a legislated increase in the price of labor does not magically increase workers productivity some workers the least productive ones and those tend to be the people who are just starting off in life don't have a great skill set to sell to an employer, uh, will lose their jobs. That's why economists looking at the effect of the minimum wage on employment don't look at data on a 45-year-old man. Uh, those of us who are, say, middle-aged or approaching middle-aged, we've got a number of decades in the workplace. The minimum wage doesn't apply to us. We've, we've Hopefully, we've cobbled together a skill set and are, and are making a fairly decent amount of money. We're talking about people just starting off in their careers. Uh, analysis focuses on teenagers and young adults, especially black teenagers and young adults. Paul Samuelson, the great Keynesian liberal economist, the first American winner of the Nobel Prize in economics, put it, put it succinctly back in the 1960s uh, when analyzing a proposal to raise the minimum wage that back then to $2 an hour. Quote, What good does it do a black youth to know that an employer must pay him $2 an hour if the fact that he must be paid that amount is what keeps him from getting a job? Close quote. A very interesting question from from a liberal economist. So, again, I wasn't really focusing so much on the employer side as the employee side in this piece. What do we hear from people like MLG? Uh, brutal capitalist, the the evil uh, uh, you know uh, free market capitalist system where employers are always looking to exploit their workers and pay them as little possible wages. Well, when you look at some of the demographic data on who gets the minimum wage, well, the first thing that sort of jumps off the screen at you is that this idea that the, of the struggling thirty year old single mom or the guy in his forties trying to support a family. They're not people who get the minimum wage. Uh, In fact, 16 to 24-year-olds comprise 43.1% of all minimum wage earners. Another 25% uh, are people from uh, 25 to 34, you know, a pretty significant portion of young workers who just haven't been in the workforce long enough to be able to sell your labor services uh, at a a high price. Uh, Another uh, really interesting statistic is the family situation of people who make uh, the minimum wage. 41% live with a family or relative. 20% are married to another person who's earning income, so obviously they're not making the minimum wage together. Um, Single adults, 21%. That's uh, no kid. Uh, And single parents are only 9% of the people uh, who make that minimum wage. And then finally, the percentage of minimum wage earners who work part-time, less than 40 hours a week, that's two-thirds of all minimum wage earners are working less than 40 hours a week. So... The typical profile of a minimum wage worker is a young person, teens and 20s, not a parent, uh, many of them living in a home situation with either, you know, it could be in college situation or a dorm or it could be still living with mom and dad. So these are the people who really need the most access to work opportunities starting off in life because that's where you learn to show up on time. That's where you learn how to impress the manager and, hey, maybe I'll go a little extra and I get the, the, the bump in the, the promotion, or get the bump in pay. Uh, young people from early starting off in their careers. So when you raise the cost of hiring these kinds of people, what do you see? Hours cut back, employees laid off, movement toward automation. In New Mexico, it particularly a state that's sort of particularly prone to this problem of not having workforce skills, young people going into welfare rather than looking to work in the workplace, our <laughs> workforce participation rate's not so great. It's particularly pernicious here. I also, Eddie, and this is a stunner, we now in New Mexico have a higher minimum wage in terms of the absolute dollar, uh, ten fifty now, than blue states that have higher costs of living. Delaware, Michigan, Minnesota, and Hawaii have lower state-mandated minimum wages than New Mexico, which is a fairly you know cheap place to live compared to these other places. So uh, it is a disaster. It's going to mean less employment opportunities for young people. And uh, I, I included um, my favorite economics columnist, Robert J. Samuelson. Yeah, but
1: from like way back in the day, you're going back to '87. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. David Henderson talked about the law yep. of supply and demand and all that, but then yep. you're literally talking about Paul Samuelson.
2: Yeah, and then and then Robert who. A lot of people think his son is not his son. He wrote this in the late 1980s. Uh, the minimum wage is a way for politicians to, quote, say they're helping the poor when they're really not, close quote. They're buying and, votes. Yeah. It's virtue signaling uh, by piling a mandate onto private employers. And New Mexico, this is what Han Grisham said when she did this. When she signed a bill to impose this four-step. We're in the middle of the four steps right now. No New Mexican who works 40 hours a week should live in poverty, period. Well, what did we just learn? Majority of minimum wage workers don't work 40 hours a week. They tend to be younger people. They're starting off in their careers. A huge percentage of them live, they're teenagers or college kids, they live with mom and dad. So this is getting you experience in the workforce, these early opportunities, and to make it costlier for employers to offer these opportunities means there will be fewer of these opportunities so as much as we focus on the burden on employers and i don't deny that at all we needed and i think this piece is important because we needed to focus on the burden it placed on people starting off uh their their careers in the workforce
1: it's not good for anyone minimum wage maximum virtue signaling mlg's crusade against workers marches on available only at rockoftalk.chat that's rockoftalk.chat we'll take a quick break and uh think about these restaurants who've had to uh you know have to deal with the higher costs. I mean, this is uh, an Armageddon between 2020, COVID-19, and then now increased wages uh, for restaurants. Uh, This whole last year for restaurants is an absolute Armageddon. I mean, I don't know how any of them survive at this point. What are the economics? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So please patronize our advertisers who advertise here on this radio station that are trying to keep uh, the door open. The door's open. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 here in De Kiva. When we return, well... We'll talk about local demographics. Survey finding Santa Fe is a city of commuters, there's your silver hair ponytail crowd. Mm. And then suicides. Yep, we'll see a spike maybe in 2020, but maybe 2021 as well. And eight postal workers robbed at so gun.
0: never happened for me. Been the day, off. watching the night fall. nowhere.
8: Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper?
6: Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it.
7: Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers.
6: I sure do, just
2: like I love you, Stella.
1: Hey, what about me?
2: Of course, you too, Ava. Hi.
4: Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com.
1: People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic Candy Lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com.
5: Unplanned expenses, inconvenience, stress, insurance hikes, and the list goes on, not to mention the lingering sense of being violated. Why risk it? You have an option in securing your vehicle with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. It's the answer, 505-550-4994.
2: Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Three one two zero zero six five. You've come to know Dr. Gardner.
3: He is a major supporter of veterans in need of dental care. Veterans wonder if they can choose their dentist. Dr. Gardner says yes to veterans. Under the Choice Program, a veteran can choose any licensed dental provider in their community that accepts the VA's reimbursement. Dr. Gardner is the trusted veterans dentist in Albuquerque. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Vets need a dentist that can meet their needs. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. This Christmas, unlike any before, have you heard the message? Hear it on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Hear the message and then share by text with every friend on your mobile device. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Pass it on.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday from 8 to 6 and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's (sighs) 771-3937.
1: All right, time to put things together, starting
7: with
3: the weather. Pretty decent looking week up ahead. No rain in store, I can tell you right now. It is 49 degrees in Rio Rancho, 50 in Knob Hill, and 48 at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, let's put a couple of accidents to bed, at least in the final paperwork stages, on Comanche, just east of Pennsylvania, and on Eubank, south of That's although that is still in the parking lot, so you might be able to see remnants of it, but no real slowdown. The slowdown is on Paseo del Norte. Looked great all the all the way across till you get right to Coors Road. That's where it slows down up to Eagle Ranch Road, and back on the brakes on Paseo Westbound from uh, Kimick all the way up to Universe. This traffic report brought to you by Joe's Pasta House. Joe's has the big bucket. One of five Joe's big bucket is waiting for you right now. What you do is you call it in and you order. uh, Guess what you get. You get spaghetti and meatballs or chicken fettuccine alfredo. Maybe it's going to be that Southwest chicken alfredo. But along with that, you get the large bucket of garden salad with homemade dressing, a loaf of fresh homemade bread, and you can choose one of five Joe's big bucket entrees right now by going to joes.enjoytakeout.com. All right we're up to date let's step back into the rock of talk
0: albuquerque's macro aggression eddie aragon the rock of talk all right 543 here in the kiva phone
1: calls 550 50, 500 i'm literally you know doing everything and i love doing it this is so many buttons to, to push and in addition to the opinions and everything else that we do it's all all right here i get this between the board and all this and I'm I'm pretty excited because I'm getting a new board
2: too. You're like a you're like, like Se- Sebby <laughs>
1: and uh, Sammy running around here in a good mood. You're, you're, you're
7: enjoying well, you enjoying
2: it. You know it took a
1: lot. I mean it's literally working all, lot, yeah. all last couple of weeks between uh, making sure that the AM and the remote control and everything is just up and running and everything's you know good uh, getting everything you know like top of the line. Yeah, it's good. Then then we got the show uh, making sure the the blasts are getting out. Just, it's just everything. It's a well... I got a good oil.
2: feeling about 2021.
1: Maybe not politically, but i got a good feeling about people our audience and out. this show. <laughs> we, people need help. We yeah. have to help them, and that's all we're here to do. We don't exist without them, and uh, they may not exist without us if we don't keep pushing and uh, putting the pressure on uh, leadership Reed. uh the elected leaders and the leaders of the Republican Party here in this state. That's what we have to do uh, each and every Remember day. Remember
2: those Republicans oh. who voted for the minimum wage hike. Uh, you, Ellie Farmato oh, and Rebecca you, Dow. find them?
1: I, I want to find them. Caller, you're in the queue. Go ahead. That's you, caller. Answering the same phone calls from the same guy. It's the same guy who called. Can you hear the made-up voice? I mean, oh. it's just the, the same voice to get... All the time. All right, so let's talk about, uh, and thank you for the minimum wage uh, stuff. Santa Fe, believe it or not, is more than one-third of commuters, of people leaving Santa Fe and coming back. And they go one of two places. They go down the hill to Albuquerque, or they go up the hill to Los Alamos. 34.8% of all Santa Feans leave Santa Fe each and every day. And they're taking those very, very high incomes that they get on top of the hill in Los Alamos, and they're bringing them down with them to Santa Fe, okay? And the average price, uh, double-check, I think is 546000 is the average cost for a home in 2020. It was an all-time high. That's the median price for a home in Santa Fe. Like, I'm thinking of how do these people who are just you know blue-collar workers, they live in Santa Fe, how do they even exist there? If that's the median price of a home, like I said before, slap some adobe, tell people you made it yourself, create some sort of story, <laughs> and give it to one of these white tail pony, uh, you know, these uh, silver hair ponytail crowd coming into Santa Fe and sell it to them. Seriously, that's that's honestly what I would do. But this is kind of disgusting because it really talks more about the demographics of what's happening. You know, oh, in between Los Alamos, in between Albuquerque on the backside. Like, it's, Santa Fe is basically a giant resort. These aren't people who care about the infrastructure. All they know is they don't want a Walmart in their neighborhood. They don't want anybody who supports Trump anywhere uh, in their county. Like, this is what they're looking for. And most of these people are cash babies. They're, uh, what do you call those, uh, the trust fund babies? Trustafarians. Yeah, trustafarians. That's exactly what they are. So the report has come out. It says, taking data from both local and national sources, analyzes the entire housing sector, but focuses on affordable housing. There is no affordable housing in Santa Fe. The association assembled a housing stakeholder team to research and assemble the report and included people from the city's Office of Affordable Housing. The Santa Fe Public Housing Authority, I can't believe there's even an agency that exists, uh, quite honestly. Where your tax dollars go to die, I'm sure. And there's all these businesses, the NIMBY crowd, not in my backyard crowd, Mm -hmm. they don't want homeless people around their dental, doctor, professional architectural or resort houses or anywhere near the resorts. And then they have the New Mexico Coalition to End Homelessness and the Interfaith Housing. In the report's opening message, they write, growing smart will be key as we face the extreme housing and rental shortages in our community. Did you know you cannot even rent an industrial building in all of Santa Fe? Look for one. The vacancy rate is 0.0%. You cannot find an industrial space. There may not be another city in the country that's like that. Why? Because the cost of development is way too damn high, way too damn high in Santa Fe. It goes on to say, unless the shortages are addressed, the lack of housing will continue to contribute to the adverse impact on the economy and quality of life. As we all know, it's been very cold here in Albuquerque this season. Can you imagine it's 10 to 12 degrees colder going up another 2,000 feet in Santa Fe. And to say, the report also acknowledges an estimated rental shortage of 7,343 units. There's only 54,000 people in all of Santa Fe. (laughs) Like, this isn't false outrage, folks. Imagine not having homes for 20% of your population. What's going on? Are people just like living in the back houses and the cuartitos, or what's happening? Mm. There's five thousand three hundred twenty-eight renter households eligible for down payment assistance. Well, how are you going to make a down payment on a home that's three, four hundred thousand dollars? What's the price per square foot when it's two hundred fifty, three hundred uh, dollars a square foot in in Santa Fe? That's more expensive than Scottsdale. That's more expensive than Cherry Hills. Mm. Uh, in Denver, that's more expensive than Tucson. some of the neighborhoods in, in uh, well, certainly more than Tucson. But Las Cruces. <laughs> well, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking of Austin. I'm thinking of, oh, sure. yeah, cosmopolitan areas that surround our state. Oh, you're right about the half
2: million, by the way. This summer, the median home price went to
1: $536,000. See, you always think I'm, I'm talking about... I, easily, a... easily affordable for just any yeah, any household in America. Go. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to go wait at the, uh, the corner of Maine and Maine uh, and work for cash so I can go uh, clean up someone's backyard. So I can make house payments. And the renters, they're getting gouged up there. Oh, sure. I mean, if you're buying a, getting a room, I'll bet you just a bedroom, I would imagine, in Santa Fe is like, what, seven bucks. 800 bucks. Mm-hmm. Hey, but I, it's a good deal because I work up in Los Alamos. They aren't laying anybody off, I'm and sure. just, the government's going to grow. Or, hey, I'm working for this uh, rich artist. He pays me in cash. Or, or best of all, working for the city. Yeah. <laughs> the vacancy right now is estimated at 5%, uh, by the way percent, because some 1,500-plus new units are on the market or under construction. That means they don't exist. I used to track all of the commercial real estate property in the state because I was the research director for C.B. Richard Ellis, which is where all this information is coming from. I walked every office building. I walked every industrial building. Once the market settles, the vacancy rate could once again drop to 2 to 3%. This is according to a uh, uh, senior vice president of the Albuquerque Office for Commercial Real Estate, CBRE. You cannot put that into the vacancy. It's a false vacancy. It's called under construction. Learn what it is before you start doling out these stats. I'm surprised he became a senior VP, and that's actually a, there's an economic uh, threshold for that. I mean, I only I only made senior associates before I, I was in. Out. You ever miss this business? You ran in for a while. Uh, no. You love what you do. It's obvious. I mean, no, like, no, I do. I don't. Do I miss Do I miss commercial real estate? Not yeah, at all.
2: I don't know. No. You made a lot more money in commercial, or you say the radio, probably.
1: Uh, a lot more, God, how do you say it? I love doing deals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I just do mm-hmm. deal. So, you know, my whole deal was to eliminate all conflicts, personality conflicts naturally came in, and I, I'm really uh, good at reading contracts and getting through them fairly quickly, usually uh, if it's a bigger deal. You know, I tossed out I sold it. Like I said, I sold a two and a half acre piece in assemblage for eleven point four five million. Oh yeah. You know, for Ryder Trucking. I mean, I represent. Well, one Corps thing I've of learned in six stuff.
2: months is that the Eddie Aragon that people say is you know the wild man on the radio. Trust me, he's a lot more detail
1: oriented than you think. <laughs> yeah, he, well, look at the whole entire office. Yeah, I go yeah, over yeah, it, speak yeah. and span yeah, pretty much every single day. And yeah. you know, when you're dealing with people who have a lot of money, rich people, rich people who you don't mess with their money. And you treat it like though I mean, I had a really good trust factor with these people because I was never trying... And so a lot of brokers, especially young brokers, hmm. aren't trusted as much sometimes. I was, sure, sure, sure. but a lot of the younger brokers weren't because they try to slam people into deals and get it done. You know, not only did I do that, but I did a 1031. I ran a relay in 45 days on that property to $5.6 million. Uh, uh, dollars, and those aren't even the type of deals I tried to do. You, is know, what it, I, is you it, know what I was helping with? I was helping people who were... You know, you're opening up an auto shop. You need twenty five hundred square feet, two thousand square feet. I had my whole database between my lease expirations, all of this stuff. I mean all it was doing was matching. Sure. And then you just had to get up get into work early enough so nobody would pay attention to you while they're drinking their coffee. Mm, yeah, you're gonna have to take you know, the, the office <laughs> give me the C P S report. I was I would look at it like, please don't bother me. I just I need to get four things done today. So I can be out and play golf and be drinking by two thirty in the afternoon. That was like my day. My goal was to get to two thirty in the afternoon.
2: Is it a different skill set for uh, commercial industrial versus residential? I mean, is it would, oh would you be good at God. both or the or one of the other? I don't or deal
1: with feelings at all. Yeah, and yeah. people with That's money true. don't care about feelings. Right, they care about being first. They care about Bottom being smart. Line. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be first. You got to be smart, and you got to be prepared. Mm. And if you're there, you can make money. But uh, by and large, uh, I would I could never do a residential deal to save my life because I would literally, I might choke somebody. Yeah, yeah. There might be a physical attack at sure, some point. Sure. If someone starts telling me about, oh, my mom used to <laughs> live in that room. And <laughs> right, right. I don't really want to. Why do we have to <laughs> stage the home like that? Well, that vanity reminds me of, okay. No. Yeah, right, well, yeah. I don't want to include the furniture, <laughs> but... Can you go back to them and ask them for oh five thousand yeah, dollars more yeah, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. furniture? I'm like, yeah. I'm about to choke you. Yeah, this this isn't happening anyway. I digress. So
2: the business people are just much more hardcore, data driven, bottom line,
1: deadline driven. If your works for you or
2: it doesn't, boom,
1: do it. Yeah, we were in a full disclosure state, so the whole idea was to get as many people uh, as you had. And I had to manage a guy who was six foot nine, former uh, Cleveland Brown football player. Uh, I had to manage him. And he was, oh my God, this is, a, he, was, <laughs> he was hilarious. The guy's name is Leo Biederman, uh, hilarious guy. But, you know, I had to manage him and another guy next to me, you know, to kind of get these deals done because we had so many people who were coming in with the market was course, hot. It's crazy. You know, we had to, we were constantly doing showings and we get in, I said, you guys need to be in by eight. We have to have a meeting for 15 minutes. I just want to know what you guys are doing today, where we are on the deal chart. And we used to have like a whole flow chart sure. with where the deals so we track it in an Excel spreadsheet. I was crazy. Uh, do you ever heard of uh, something called Lotus One Two Three? Sure, of course. Yeah, I was into Lotus. Yeah. Uh, that's I was like Word Perfect and Lotus yeah. is where I came out of. Yeah. And then I went into you know this whole thing where I started using Excel. And my one of my best friends is a commercial uh, real estate guy. Now he's an apartment guy, and he just knew how to create these pivot tables in this Excel spreadsheet. And basically, we would just be looking at rent rolls back and forth and figuring out how much money you could build into these these properties and how much they would be worth. So these little pieces, these 5,000 5, square foot deals. If you get enough of these guys, that's you know, right. I don't know if you know the whole thing of Stephen Covey of Boulders versus right, 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 Big like, Rocks first. Yeah. The little rocks are what matters, yeah. not the big ones, because you yeah. are going to get the big ones anyway. They have to do the deals. So the hard part is filling in, you know, that that small space that's been vacant for a year, year and a half, two sure, years. Sure. How are you going to sell that? How are you going to make the deal? And how is it going to work? And you, you you have to basically teach your 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 property owner. Uh, why he should do this deal at a severe discount and mm-hmm. get him in for the long term because mm-hmm. you have to help him understand, like, well, I just want to hear about the big 40000 50000 So these BSDs would walk in, you know what that is an acronym for, and they'd, they'd walk into the room and be like, well, I've got all these guys. I did the deal with them. I'm like, well, Eddie has, like, 12 of those lease expirations that equal one of yours at uh, 3,000 square feet. So he can do his uh, 12 deals, and you have your one big deal, that which may or may not go, and you're going to shop me around. Right. when. And these guys... The utility on the deal, it's really funny. The amount of um, happiness, if you will, that you get from doing a deal is the same at 2,000 square feet as (laughs) it is for... 20,000 yeah. square really? feet. You're just happy because you're making the customer happy. Right, I was, right. I was really interested in that. Well, I always love it when time. you talk about these, because I,
2: I know nothing of this world, and there's such a bad rap on the middleman, you know, this idea that, oh, we got rid of all the middlemen and middle management in the 80s, and we... we you need middlemen. You need... Certain you industries need, need the people who facilitate those transactions because they have the knowledge that the customer and then the vendor may not have. So certain industries, I, I realize it's got to be like the top industry for this, where... You just, you have that skill set, you have that knowledge, you have that experience, and you need that go between, and it's a really so was, vital uh, service. I was
1: considered a, a market maker. So I made the market, and whatever I went. if I walked into your building by the end with my personality, I'd end up walking out with three or four lease expirations. And those guys would end up leaving their broker because it it sure looked like I cared a lot more than anybody else. And so we could basically stagger these. And I said, I don't need uh, an agreement that says that I'm your broker. I said, how about I just bring you the deal and you can work with your broker or whatever he brings you. But I guarantee you... Uh, And I'd send out, and I was using technology, and so these emails would just randomly go out from my database. I'm like, well, here's what's coming up. Are you interested? Are you interested? I'm like, well, you snooze, you lose. Or, Mm -hmm. hey, you know what? You couldn't afford it. It's not your deal. Or, hey, another deal's going to come up. Like, these guys just stayed on top of it. And I did the most amount of transactions for three years running, and I did it all because I had to. There was no other way I was going to end up eating. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to pay my bill to move out there as well, which. Which ended up, uh, the first year was rough. I'm going to tell you. But the second and third years were, were well, really What's that really wonderful crazy. line
2: from Rear Window where Grace Kelly says to, to Jimmy Stewart, you know, what inspires a man to write such beautiful music? And, and Jimmy
1: Stewart says, uh, I think it's called The Landlady. She shows up with the first <laughs> of every month. Oh, my God. And that's so hard <laughs> to do. In fact, this building that we're in, there's a reason why I'm in, and not only did my dad built it, but this is the very first building that I actually leased. Oh wow! This is the very first commercial. And grandma and Grandpa was. were around the corner. Just right, on yeah. the corner, right around the corner. They weren't at the time; they had already uh, passed. Right. Back 550, in the day. 50, 50, call her very quickly. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to weigh in on Ben Ray Lujan. I don't think he really deserves to get
4: uh, be a senator for. Uh, uh, I uh, couldn't uh, agree Thursday. with you more. Uh, huh?
1: I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. No kidding. All right later all right, the same guy he can't wait to do it and i know who the guy is the same guy that does the other voice so he does two voices he does an asian young asian i don't know where i'm at or what i'm doing and oh. the other one is on the the
2: creative uh, side
1: yeah and the, <laughs> the latino is like hooked on drugs and can't really speak he's in a cloud all right right so those are the, the same guy doing the same voices Nice to have a stalker, isn't it? Oh, He's <laughs> been a stalker now for four years. I had one ago. in Reno
2: when I was on the air. It was very interesting. The FBI got involved.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rudy, we'll do one more check on weather and traffic. You had a stalker in re- I shot a man in Rito <laughs> just, just to, to, watch to watch him die. Die die, <laughs> die, 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 All right. We'll hit the top of the hour. Fox News bring you back. Uh, the check on weather and traffic with Rudy Grande. Wide open third hour. We'll talk about uh, death. Uh, we'll get to that suicide. Aliens and uh, your calls and texts as well as freedom versus paternalism. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque
8: battle for the Senate. I'm Lisa Licera, Fox News. With the Georgia Senate runoff just one day from now, the candidate is getting some high-profile support, with President Trump holding a rally in about an hour. Thousands on hand to greet him. There
6: are supporters who drove here from as
2: far away as South Carolina, but tonight's rally is for Georgians, specifically Georgia voters who have yet to cast ballots in tomorrow's W.S. Senate runoff. Republican incumbents Kelly Leffler and David Perdue are trying to stop Democrats. John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock from taking their seats and thus taking control of the Senate. Early voting tallies have been high, but the GOP expects a surge tomorrow of voters who are skeptical that early ballots would be handled fairly.
8: Fox has been around in Dalton, Georgia. president like Biden held a drive-in rally for Democrats Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff this
6: afternoon. Voting for John and the Reverend won't just be good for America, it'll be good for Georgia. And here's why. When you vote for John and Raphael, you'll be sending two senators who will fight for you, who will put Georgia first,
8: who put you first. If both Democrats win, the Senate would be evenly split and a tie-breaking vote would be cast by Vice President Harris. Additional security expected to be in place when Congress tallies the Electoral College votes on Wednesday.
4: Security officials on Capitol Hill have provided guidance for members of Congress. Most importantly, to protect the public, to protect the staff, uh, and, of course, to protect members of Congress who may be in harm's way. House Democratic Caucus
2: Chairman Hakeem Jeffries, Fox, is told there are no specific threats of violence, but officials are always concerned about the unknown.
8: Fox's Jared Halpern, the Census Bureau says it's found new irregularities in the headcount data, and the final numbers won't be ready until mid-February at the earliest. America is listening to Fox News.
9: What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket Technology provides a rock solid verification of your income, assets and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So, remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? RocketCam. Go to RocketMortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's RocketMortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information appraisal and title report. Call cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states at MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030.
8: Situation in New York City brought out the bomb squad and counterterrorism officials to investigate.
6: Police and explosive specialists were on the scene in Queens of a stolen Tesla in a parking deck with only a dog inside. John Miller, who leads the NYPD Intelligence and Counterterrorism Division, said what they also found in the car prompted an immediate evacuation of the area. There were propane tanks and wires protruding from the vehicle. Further investigation, according to Miller, determined that this was a hoax device.
4: Which means in their judgment, it was set up to appear to be a device.
6: The Tesla had Nevada plates, but police aren't clear where it was stolen from, nor have they released to whom the car is registered. Grinnell Scott. Fox News.
8: A New York judge has rejected a challenge to the conviction of a Bangladeshi immigrant who set off a pipe bomb attached to his chest in New York City's busiest subway station in 2017 saying evidence amply established he acted on behalf of ISIS. Akayed Allah's plot fizzled when the bomb failed to detonate burning him but not causing widespread harm. He was convicted in 2018 and faces a mandatory 30 year prison term for the bombing attempt. His sentencing though has been delayed due to the pandemic. A new display of aggression from Iran against South Korea. Iran's military appears to have captured a South Korean oil tanker. Iranian news outlets are pointing to allegations of oil pollution. But the seizure comes as Iran tries to pressure South Korea in a dispute over cash. South Korea is holding some $7 billion in frozen Iranian assets. Meanwhile, the Pentagon says the USS Nimitz aircraft carrier, which had been due to return home from the Middle East, will now stay on duty as tensions rise. Simon Owen, Fox News. Wall Street, the Dow, lost 382. I'm Lee Lacerra, and this is Fox News.
3: All right, time to put things together for hour number three. And we're going to start with the weather. Mid-50s for our high all throughout the week. Very little chance of rain coming our way. I can tell you right now, it is really nice. Uh, 47 degrees pretty much from Rio Rancho over to the Rock of Talk. All right, what do we got going on here? Looks like it's still a slow pattern if you're making your way on Paseo from about Kimmick up to eh, just past on, sir. Also, you're going to find the uh, Carlisle northbound. Uh, construction only leaves you the right lane to get by on from Candelaria to Comanche, so you'll need to know about that. And this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, companion care at reasonable rates. Here's what you get. Household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance. They are ready to help. Amazing people ready to help. And they take insurance as well as pay clients. Connect with Amazing Grace by going to homecare.placeilike.com. All right, we're up to date.
1: Now let's
0: dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk.
1: Six oh six in the five oh five with more four one one here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am six hundred KIVA ninety three point seven FM. Look at all those beautiful balloons. You hour three. We're talking about Facebook, YouTube. You can see all that uh, wonderful video. I doubt is very impressed. He likes all that, so we're on I, Facebook, I, 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 YouTube, LinkedIn, I just found out, Parlor,
2: Very uh, good. So We are live
1: streaming on all of that. I'm just a little
2: distracted. I'm making my first Monroe's Monday order for uh, later this evening. Ah, uh, uh, there we go. I figured, you know, why not start the new year on a Monday, start the week off with uh, on a, for a Monroe's Monday. They're a loyal advertiser, so I'm going to swing by and get my green chili cheeseburger.
1: I appreciate that doubt, or why not? Uh... And for the
2: record, I am not being compensated for this plug. <laughs> good.
1: I think it's uh, I just like Winrose. You get what you give, and it—you uh, know—you just go. You get good food uh, for what you give them. Sure you give them, you give them the money, you get the good food. <laughs> Can I just get a big bucket
2: of sopapillas? That's fine with me.
1: Oh wow, and like that a five-gallon jug of honey with it—that would be. That's <laughs> right. That is good. Uh, Rudy is uh, off, and I'll see Rudy. A little bit uh, later on this uh, this evening, so looking forward to, to catching up with him and a number of other people as well. Um, again, AM 1600, and uh, we appreciate everybody who has tuned and listened and downloaded uh, the app. And uh, we, need, we need to talk about what's happening uh, with regard to suicide. Not to start on that, but um, the increase in suicide, and they're finally starting to talk. Have you noticed that the media, television, and now newspaper... Now picking up on our constant uh, discussion about Landon, young Landon. Would have been nice if it had been six months ago, right? Yeah, but Uh, but they're they're now starting to talk about that. And uh, we could see a spike, not just in 2020, but 2021 going forward. Uh, Much of the blame goes to COVID-19, according to Santa Fe, New Mexican, and the heavy toll that the coronavirus has taken on families in this state from illnesses and deaths, the lost job and isolation. I would really say it's the latter. The illness and the deaths... Uh, Much of that could have been prevented. Yes. Uh, There isn't an overall increase in the number of deaths, uh, as uh, we have continued to point out. Uh, That information is now making it to the Alex Jones Show. That is uh, really good. Um, Our good scientist over at Sandia National Labs, we'll just put it that way, um, and uh, the work that he has been uh, doing and providing us has given us An actual look over the last 20 years as to whether or not the coronavirus has really exacerbated the level of death here in the state and anywhere. Um, And the answer is a simple no, it has not. Um, But our children, the teens, um, young adults, I can only imagine if you're just graduating school, high school, going into college, like you're not, you are totally robbed. And I think you need to hold your. Democrat leaders responsible because they are the ones who are truly enjoying the lockdown youngsters. (laughs) They're the ones who want this. Uh, Cuomo is all about it. Uh, But it's, again, the do as we say, not as we do. Uh, One after another after another. I get the Rush Limbaugh newsletter. I got it in today, and it uh, points to all of the hypocrisy of each one of these elected leaders throughout the country who and and by the way, Limbaugh is still not on air. So I'm not sure what's going on. But anyway, long story short, uh, he points all that hypocrisy out. And you need to pay attention. Hopefully he'll be back tomorrow. Um, Brandon Gomez, a senior at the District Chartered Academy. This is in Santa Fe, New Mexican. For Technology and Classics and a member of uh, something called WAVE, which is the Wellness Ambassadors to Voice and Empower. uh, Sort of like outreach uh, for students, which I was a part of over at at uh, St. Pius. He says, it's draining just to sit in front of a computer and attend classes with kids not able to socialize as much as before because we have to stay home. He says, the value in wave means having someone closer to your age talk about these issues. Um, Even my kids as young as they are they understand how the coronavirus is impacting them but the problem is, is we're letting it impact them and we're creating a victimhood society. Our children are literally growing up and everything that happens to them, we have no control, but you better do everything you possibly can. And everything you possibly can is a euphemism for stay home, shut your mouth, do what the government tells you. And that's where we are feeling our next youth. So um, there was a good write-up in the New York Post talking about how today's parents may be shortchanging tomorrow's kids. This is the biggest crime that we're creating, is that we are trying to put off the inevitable. We need to have a super recession, which would be called a depression at this point, okay? Because the comeuppance is not gonna come up for us. And I, for one, do not want to put it on my own children. And we're putting off the inevitable. Whether it's $600, $2,000, or you know, approving $3 trillion, $6 trillion, that debt is gonna be on my children. And I'm not happy about it. I would much rather have it for me rather than for my kids. The reason why I do what I do every single day is only for my kids. That might seem like a far cry for some of you. Like, well, Eddie Eddie just likes to hear himself talk. Eddie just likes to go ahead and uh, put himself out there. Eddie just has lots of opinion. No, it's because this is the only way, because I'm not going to get elected, you know, because the the Republican Party doesn't want me. We're okay as long as we don't have Hispanics. Representing us, we keep okay. losing. Yeah, are yeah, you know, we okay if we have Hispanics who are formerly Democrats represent us? Like you don't realize, like if you put a Republican label on me, how easily I could be sold to everybody here in the state of America. Oh, but we're not. You're a Trump supporter. Well, really? How much do I actually talk about Donald Trump? I'm doing everything I can to save the future because it's dying right here in front of us. Because you guys aren't a hole enough to call a spade a spade. That's really what what the problem is. But according to its annual values and beliefs report, Gallup revealed that 29%, only 29%, say it's very important for a couple to marry before having children. It's about half as many as believed that 15 years ago. Many of the others may have kids without ever getting hitched. I mean, can you imagine the world that the kids are getting in and not thinking about mommy and daddy and, or anything at this point? But it's all about you. This is the same mentality. Oh, we need to bail out. We can't afford to go through some sort of economic pain. Well, you're going to put it on your children. You really don't care too much about it. According to the National Center of Education Statistics, only 8% of children living in married couple households were living in poverty in 2018. 39% of kids raised by single mothers and 23% raised by single fathers were in homes below the poverty line. Five
2: times that rate.
1: All this feel-good stuff that we're doing debt bailing ourselves out making sure we're getting money from the government selling out to the government the government loves broken families the government absolutely is going to put out do what feels good do what helps you do what what, what, what you want to do that's the real freedom yeah because they're going to own you just like they own most of your homes when this come up and comes for the economy by way of your home and you realize that the Federal Reserve owns your house, not the mortgage companies, guess what? They're going to come and they're going to look to get paid. And they're going to say, well, you could have done things the right way, but you didn't. You didn't pay your house off. You accumulated more credit card debt. You accumulated more this debt. Well, you know what? Uh, it's okay. I can pay every single uh, bill at the end of the- What do you have left over at the end of the day? All you got is more and more and more bills. That's what we have. Is it any wonder with all that strain, with all that pain that's coming in, that it ultimately doesn't impact and affect the kids? Is there a reason why we have 10, 12-year-olds committing suicide at this point? I can only think of Landon and the topsy-turvy world that he was probably living in when the when when the schools were shut down. Oil went below zero dollars, doubt. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine what may have been happening around him with broken families. But they're like, well, we're going to pick up and move to Texas. You guys stay here. We're not really sure what to do. The governor wants to keep us shut down in New Mexico. But we're opening up in Texas. And, hey, I want to go to Texas. Can I go move to Texas? But I've got all my friends here that I just uh, formulated those relationships with. Think about that.
2: Yeah. Landon, it was church and school.
1: Church and school. Yeah. Shutting down both of those places, church and schools are open. Where do you see families that are happily married in Texas? I'm sorry, but it's true. Utah, I think Utah has probably got probably more marriages than any other place in the entire country.
2: Lowest illegitimacy rate in the country. Yeah.
1: And they what do they also what do they also have? They have the highest educational attainment as well, and the lowest lowest per student spending. How do they do it? Well, you put the entire support system. Yep. The more you get the government involved, the more expensive everything is. New Mexico has the second highest suicide rate in the country. And in spite of itself, despite it being a we have one of the most broken family situations in the entire country. What happens in broken family When the mother and the father... Even if they are separated, but they're still, you know, able to support those, the, the kids enough to make them realize that, hey, you know what? There's consequences to your action and what you're doing. And we're here. And we love you no matter what. What inevitably happens? These kids turn to crime. They turn to drugs. They turn to, we were looking for 12,000 APS students, were we not? Mm-hmm. They were gone. Couldn't track them. Didn't know where they were or where they went. All we know is we need more money. We need billions of dollars for the Albuquerque public school system. What for? We have 12,000 kids that are missing. And you get stories like this. Postal service. Letter carriers being robbed at gunpoint. Like, I don't know what to do. I know we're starving. And I know there's something in those Amazon boxes. You might remember a postal worker last year. 2019. Getting shot, I think, of last year as a 2019 down. That was one of the murders that was out there. Yeah. Uh, notice that there is no reference at all to the number of homicides in 2020. Still waiting. Does anybody? Early. Anybody know? Anybody know that we actually beat that? Where's your responsible media talking about that? They're not turning, they're, they're not going to. Eight armed
2: robberies of letter carriers since mid October in Greater Albuquerque. Unbelievable. What
1: is that? That's symptomatic. That's symptomatic of what's happening. On a greater scale, because of our culture. Oh, you're insulting! Well, you're insulting Mama's guacamole. No, no, no. We like that. We're not talking about food and music and where. You we, know, we're we're talking about a broken culture and a culture of dependency on the government at this point. You know what happened yesterday? Miracle of miracles, the Albuquerque Police Department finally showed up, and I find, and I got the, the the officer, and me and my kids ran out there. As they finally put a stop to all of these people drag racing and gathering outside of the office, doing the donuts. Some and They pulled away. On that. The, they pulled away. Yeah. So I talked to Officer Torres. She's a woman. She came in with her, and, and of course it was a female. Of course it was a female police officer who broke it up. I mean, there's like 200 trucks and, oh, and sure. cars out there peeling out. You've seen them. Uh, no, I haven't seen that number, but I've seen. Yeah, oh, there's, it's, it's bad enough, but it's a few. And he. Um, <laughs> and she came through and she'd flashed on her lights you should have seen these guys scattered <laughs> like <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> and they're gone so uh, they're going to keep an well, eye good. on I'm them. glad to hear some progress on that yeah that was uh, that, that was a big deal 550 50, 500. that's 550-5500 500. uh, Mr. Tom Udall is now retired uh, but he wants to continue to do public service doubt unbelievable uh, when was he serving the yeah, public for yeah. the last 24 years uh, you know, uh, it, tell w- me, please. Or last, uh, would it be thirty years? He what? was served as attorney general, uh, served as congressman, and then he became a senator since uh, two thousand eight, I believe. Right, right,
2: right. Uh, um, What is what is Mus- one of Muska's axioms about uh, politics? When you uh, retire, quote unquote, from public service. Where, where do these people go? The government university system. So here's Tom Udall in, oh. in an interview with Chris Ramirez. There you go. I love the teaching part of my job, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm not. I don't make predictions. I will make this. Lock of the week, Jim, wherever you are, Jimmy the Greek. Okay, Tom Hudal will get a "quote unquote" job in the government university complex in New Mexico.
1: I'm guaranteeing it. <laughs> I mean, it's Wait, what do you think? Is it take over for Gary Carruthers? down oh, in yeah, yeah, New Mexico yeah, State.
2: Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, either administrative or teaching, where you carry a very light cor- course load. Yeah, but but get a nice little sum of money. Yeah. Um, No, he's bragging about the end of his career in public service, but he wants to stay teaching. You know, it's interesting, the other line about this, and I've written about this before, where it's these blinders that politicians in New Mexico have about the federal government. They only see the good, they don't see the bad. So he's patting himself on the back about, I got the Toxic Substances Control Act passed. You know, uh, part of the reason is because in New Mexico, the exposure to toxic substances and environmental justice issues impacts our poor
1: communities. He he still hasn't cleaned that uh, mess up, him and Heinrich, uh, over there by the base, by my old (laughs) neighborhood. Absolutely. On Eubank and the the entryway to Curlin Air Force Base. Is anybody going to hold him accountable for that? He tried to blame Mayor Barry for that. Right. Do you remember when when both uh, Heinrich and Udall were ganging up on Barry for that? (laughs) Like, that has nothing to do with Barry. Uh, it, 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 they found radioactive,
2: I think it was radioactive metals or radioactive components. They did. They were digging a trench to put some kind of sewer line in an apartment complex in Los Alamos earlier this year, or last year, and they found radioactive materials from the Manhattan Project. These doofuses in government in New Mexico—they don't realize that for every alleged benefit that the federal presence here has, right. you can find many, many, many examples of these. And you want to talk about environmental justice, toxic substances? You know, the fuel issues at the bases, what's still happening in Los Alamos, all of these issues that are the legacy of. You know, it's not private industry for the last 70 or 80 years that's been dumping on New Mexico. How about the federal government choosing to, uh, you know, promote nuclear power and all the miners who suffered from, you know, inadequate protection? You know, they, talk about personal protection equipment. They needed it back in the 50s when they were digging up all that uranium. So the federal government is a double edged sword in the state. You can talk all you want about how wonderful the, the money comes in, all the federal land, and how wonderful it is. But guys like Tom Udall, they never have the self awareness to say, hey, you know, the federal government's been a liability here, too, not just they an asset. They won't be
1: doing it cleaner because they think the federal government is what we should be worshiping Oh yeah. and you remember the waste isolation pilot project Indeed, yeah. there's a reason why they selected New Mexico because New Mexico has all the state control hey if we're going to go ahead and blow up a nuclear bomb let's do it in New Mexico oh, we're going to develop uh, uranium and plutonium mines so let's go ahead and do it in New Mexico if we're going to go ahead and store the waste from all the excrement of the nuclear waste energy let's go ahead and store it well guess what in New Mexico yep I mean, we're, we are we are unfortunately, you know, the toilet of the rest of the country. Where people, you know, the weatherman stands in front of our state. We're named after another country. Is there another? Is there another state that uh, comes even close to that that's named after another country? I
2: can think of, no. you
1: can't think of. No, can't think of. You can't think of another one. We get all the federal largesse and like, well, you must sacrifice. To, you are the experiment for the rest of the country, and. Yep, yep. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. But uh, there you go, Tom Udall. Uh, a legacy of really nothing. There is nothing remarkable about Tom Udall. Well, in this puff profile, they talk about his collegiality, and if you go to
2: Tom Udall, the website's probably taken down now because he's not a senator anymore. But I, I would read the I would read the press releases every day for the congressional delegation for the last five or plus years. Tom Udall was a Trump derangement syndrome guy as bad as anyone. You know, like Deb Holland level of Trump derangement. And he's talking about how wonderful it is that I crossed the aisle and, oh, we're losing civility in public discourse. Physician, heal thyself. What a hypocrite.
1: So Tom Udall will likely be... Uh, who knows, maybe a regent or maybe uh, one of the chancellors or the head of uh, one of the universities around here. Uh, one of, the, lecturer is one the, of the one of the umpteen, oh, just like uh, Bill Richardson yep. was, yep. where yep. he gave one lecture Minimal at the Arm <laughs> <at the> Arman- <laughs> Hammer College, right? right? right.
2: Yes. <laughs> you don't want to do any heavy lifting. If you spent your life in public service, you don't, you're not used to heavy lifting. So, yeah.
1: so uh, yeah. we're going to uh, clear some air on uh, what's happening, I guess, here in the next couple of days. And we're going to find out about our president um, and his chances. I'm very happy about those 11, maybe 12 senators with Hawley jumping on board to defend the president. And, of course, I'm very happy with uh, with Ted Cruz. Um, But tomorrow is where the rubber meets the road. It all happens in Georgia. And everything that happens in Georgia will dictate what happens on Wednesday. Uh, And no one's saying that. Have you noticed that? They're not... No one's making the, the connection between uh, Georgia on Tuesday and what's going to happen on Wednesday. Uh-huh. I don't think it's set in stone as to what you know Mike Pence is, is going to do at this point. We know that the election was stolen. We know that the election was rigged. We know that the Secretary of State of Georgia, Rothenberger, illegally recorded a phone call, set Donald Trump up, purchased the Dominion uh, voting machines, which mostly uh, blue states did, and, you know, that was taken away uh, from the president as well. I wish we could go back and listen right now and I could just put it all into people's heads. Our coverage of that night, which I think was probably better than anybody. It was a night, uh, wasn't it? That we knew exactly what they were doing at that point. And our poor president. I mean, the guy could not get blamed for literally everything in this world at that point. I mean... I hate to say St. Donald Trump, but at this point, I mean, someone should canonize the man. Perhaps no one has endured more than our president and yet stood up to, to more, I think, with more success. His track record, history, he will be judging Donald Trump 50 years from now, especially with the calamity that should befall us or will befall us under a, pre- uh, a Biden presidency, which I'm not expecting anything good. uh will judge President Trump very kindly. And that's and there there are You're going to talk about our Constitution getting completely and totally tested. That's what's happening uh, right now. We
2: should remember, always remember, moving forward, Trump derangement syndrome, just how unhinged these people were. I don't agree with Donald Trump on everything, but I've never seen it in all my years of study. I mean, these people decided ahead of time, you know, planning to impeach him before the guy gets even inaugurated. I mean, I've never seen. I mean, our elites are completely broken uh, and worthless at this point, and I want nothing to do with them. It's clear what they wanted. Uh, wanted to do from day one, and they never even approached objectivity when it came to his administration.
1: No. Real sicko stuff. Um, the Mexico GOP is weighing in with the election records, uh, stating that they're withheld from Trump. The problem with the GOP is they never advocated for Trump, and I think it's a you know way too late. <laughs> yeah. They were non-existent during the entire it's election. A little late to be defending and, him uh, So uh, even and let's just put it this way, Maggie Toulouse Oliver, or MTO as the Democrats call her. When you look at what she has been able to do and the inability of the Republican Party to fight back and be effective towards her, you know, it, that's not to say that maybe the Republicans uh, who are running the party didn't want Donald Trump to lose and, and want exactly what's happening here. They want to purge the Trump element out of the party. Um, There's no doubt about it, because it's not just happening here. It's happening everywhere.
2: The Civil War is coming, but does Trumpism survive Trump? Uh, It's going to be interesting to watch. Or does it turn it into a third party, potentially? I'm actually reading a book right now where the Whigs fell apart and it became the Republican Party in the 1840s. Yeah, and it's very very interesting. Of course, John C. Fremont, who's been been through New Mexico, was the first Republican Party nominee in 1856. And of course, they got their nominee elected. The second person they ever nominated uh, went by the name you might have heard of this book, Abraham Lincoln. So parties, you know, it's been a while, but sometimes parties dissolve and they become something else. It's going to be interesting to watch. One one of
1: my favorite parts of uh, one of my favorite parts of of American history is that time. I mean, just how we were you know tested and what we've got through and how well, how we going to deal it? with
2: slavery the the free soil movement uh, that was the beginning of some of the anti-immigration you know the know-nothing party right. the copperheads and down in the south i mean it, it's a fascinating book what's uh, the book you're reading it's a three his, three volume history of the united states uh, by walter mcdougall who won the pulitzer for his history of the apollo project and then he went and did uh, he's a history professor and he did a whole three volume you know, enormous three enormous books history of American, uh, American history. So I would encourage you to check out Walter McDougall. Uh, this one is called Throws of Democracy. This is volume two. So I'm in the middle of the three-part series.
1: Wow. Great book. I love how much you read. It's my favorite, uh, My favorite <laughs> thing about you. It's my favorite thing about you. I love, you know, anytime you, you, you find a person who's well-read and into books and gets in and out, uh, trust me, folks, uh, those are the people that you want to surround yourself with. At least we're not boring. We'll put it that way. Well, you know, you can't have people who are around you who are consistently just reading their own stuff, you know. I mean, I'm just able to zip through a lot of articles every single day and and get through it, but um, I'm telling you, reading books is... And that's why I do the blinks. You know, I mean, it's, I get that's the, a very
2: interesting. It's the modern the only, day Reader's Digest, it seems like to me. You know? It's the only way
1: I can do it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah my, with your nana, My <laughs> nana, you know, she had two things. She listened to Mike Santulo Talk Radio. Um, I did listen to the uh, the oldies on on the AM station, sure. and my grandfather on my mom's side listened to KJoy FM one hundred. It was like this, uh, like um, it was music. Basically. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but I, I listened to it, and for whatever reason, it made him, made him feel good. And then my Nana listened to a guy by the name of Mike Santulo who I've had on my uh, station several times and interviewed him over time. But she used to listen to Mike Santullo uh, back in the day. who was a, a radio host. So, you know, I, I, I'll tell you, these are the people who were talkers, but they're nothing like the people who were the readers and the educators. I, as for a long time, one of my favorite people, uh, to watch and I watched it religiously. I don't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't stop watching. It was Charlie Rose. Oh yes, I loved watching. He would Charlie do those Rose. in-depth interviews. I was so ahead of the curve on everything, and, and I didn't yep. even realize it until I just. I, I was fascinated because of his black backdrop, right. uh, round wood table that he had, floating in space, <laughs> <laughs> no distractions, and his and his ability to sort of uh, make things interesting because he almost knew nothing about. Any of the people, right? He just knew enough, right? right. And the interviews were always compelling to me. So I do miss uh, that. And I used to love carrying Charlie Rose in the early days of Kiva uh, because I had Charlie Rose with uh, with Bloomberg when I carried. And
2: and we don't, you know, you and I talked about that PBS series in the '80s and early '90s, where the the Ethics in America. And you know, we don't have programming like that anymore for the the Sammys and the Sebastians out there. But but some of that's been archived, which is good. Um, We have the sevens, you know, even Tucker, who I do like. I like a lot of what Tucker does have a guest on for like 90 seconds and then boom they're out
1: it's you too know? fast they're it's too fast it's 10 minutes fast. at least yeah. you know there's, um, there's actually something right now um that i just watched on prime so i downloaded all these things and, it, and it's great how the specter of communism is ruling over us mm. uh, safeguard electoral college uh story and the fight for our lives this is really good it says defeating the ideological war against the west Um, And uh, folks, I would highly recommend it. Uh, Alan West is in it. um, A lot of other uh, conservatives. But this would be something, I'm surprised that Amazon even has it. Sure. Honestly. But it talks about, uh, from a European standpoint, as well as, you know, uh, there's a couple of uh, U.S. people, as I mentioned, Colin West, are talking about how the fragmenting of the entire country and the world is coming about by the people who are abdicating to other cultures and equivocating their culture with our culture, mm-hmm. stating that our culture isn't any more superior oh, to right, us right. building this culture, right, like right. Western civilization. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't take a civics class and don't understand yeah. uh, forms of government and all that, then of yeah. course you're going to advocate. Relativism. The, yeah. uh, of yeah. course you're going to advocate. For something as stupid as communism and socialism, and it's failed in every third world nation because you can't get anywhere unless you build and raise capital. And it's amazing to me how you see, you know. Okay, so it was really weird. I was a weird kid, right? <laughs> Masterpiece Theater on Sunday. Oh yes, yes right. Yes, yes. You you watched it, I, like, Claudius, what you did. I Claudius. Yes, I mean these are things. These things are no longer, these would be recategorized and in one form or another, they're either racist, they have a myopic view of history, it doesn't include enough people of color. Like, you can go on and on and talk about all this stuff, but you wouldn't have the world you ex- that exists today if we don't have people who defended Western civilization. Yep. I mean, I think about the people post-World War II, a lot of these vineyards, right? What were we most scared about the Nazis doing? getting rid of our cultural artifacts what do they do in iran what do they do (laughs) in all these
2: statues of buddha they go and they go
1: after all these statues Uh, i mean you see this crazed deranged hitler picture back in 1918 as or uh, 1913 as they declare war you know and you look at him and he looks like a totally messed up individual (laughs) someone who's just a you-know-what starter yeah yeah, and, yeah. and they're taking a picture of him you can see that group picture as, as they're they're getting involved. And there's just these guys that didn't find any rhyme or reason in their own life. So they go and they create war everywhere else. And there's no order. There's no family hierarchy. There's no tradition. There is nothing. Yeah. And now we've decided to say, well, if you don't have tradition, somehow that that is preferred or better mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. the people who have tradition and order and western civilization in their family yeah you know yeah. going to church the ritual going to like your rituals became and ultimately that become every single layer just like the layers of your day the hours of your day the minutes hours uh, of your day become what ultimately when we build the show like we're literally talking about the. this isn't just some sort of random show that comes comes together with our interesting observation and our you lot little, let's work that little, way. little pieces. Yeah, <laughs> it really would. But there's an entire show that's actually put together. You know, law and order and, you know, hierarchy. And yes, a, a little dash of paternalism, I would say a patriarchy, I think is very important. And we have abdicated our entire civilization to the point. Here in New Mexico, even, that we're turning the people who built it and the people who are apologizing for it. How do you apologize for being Catholic? How do you apologize for what happened back in the 1700s, 1600s? You don't have to apologize for that. You didn't do anything wrong. And, in fact, the only reason why that person can turn around and comment on, on, on anything that's happening today is because you provided the opportunity for them to right. have that opportunity to voice their opinion. Yeah, try that in Saudi Arabia. And, oh, exactly. <laughs> and how about these people who have no sense of themselves, no sense of their history? Yep. Maybe they can't even go back a generation and don't even know who their mommy and daddy are. Yep. How yep. is it that you can tell me that someone who doesn't have a parental, a parent, right? A parental unit, I was going to say. Is somehow superior and is more deserving of opportunity in this world. And that is what has happened. We've turned this feel good feel sorry, oh, well, he needs a hand up, Uh, this whole affirmative action crap that's been going on for the last 30 years has turned into this lombé, we better do for the people who don't have so that we can run over the people that do have because the only way the people that do have had anything is because somebody gave it to them. They never earned a single thing. That's that's our society today.
2: Well, just to amplify something you said a few minutes ago that I think is a new form of this, which is really sick, is this notion that i if i can't if I, if no one like who looks like me was part of that culture i go. can't relate to it okay so when i'm reading greek philosophy right. um i'm not it wasn't 2000 years ago i'm not living in the mediterranean but i can't relate to it that is so i mean good ideas are good ideas, no matter where they came from. Okay, if you have a cultural tradition, a religious tradition, it should not matter what the pigmentation or the gender of any of these. And you see this again and again in a girl and these public service announcements. You have like little black girls say, you know, or or, or a black scientist who's like, well, when oh, I was always, growing
7: up.
1: When I was, when I was growing up,
2: nobody in NASA looked like me. That that is so. That, that is insane. So, so you're, you're willing your to ticket. throw
1: something out. So that's your ticket to, to, to go ahead and be the that person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we yeah. had black astronauts in the. Past. I mean, well, where is it that you think that we did not have that? Yeah, or yeah. Asian astronauts yeah, yeah. or Hispanic yeah. astronauts? I and mean, why is this all wrapped around identity politics?
2: Yeah. I will reject an idea, a philosophy, a history, a cultural tradition, because I can't relate to it because the people who were engaged in it weren't exactly my, my perspective on the world, my skin color, my ethnicity. Good ideas are good ideas. It doesn't well, matter who says that. Well,
1: that was the first congressional district race. <laughs> Yeah. Washington well, has never seen a face like mine. Well, it doesn't yep. look like Washington has ever seen a face like You barely served one term, and now you're already getting chosen and getting used up, and, 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 and you're a drunk. Yep. You've got three DUIs, DUI, dab. and because we have never seen one, now we're going to see one in the interior because they want to make her the first. Does that make us better because we're going to have the first anything?
2: She plays that game better than anyone I've seen. She, yeah. That's how she I mean, got. Someone who didn't even pass the yeah. bar. Into, that's how she got into the cabinet, right. by playing that game better than anyone. Even better than Michelle
1: Lujan Grisham. And <laughs> yeah, what about short people? <laughs> that's right. Washington has never seen a person as short <laughs> as right. me. That's right. I wonder actually. That just floated across my a brain. friend of mine in Connecticut this weekend. Do I, the I, research. I put a I picture up,
2: uh, and it's and I put a picture of MLG up on my social media, and, and yeah. friend of mine back in Connecticut. So I finally figured out what what she is. Bargain basement Katie Couric. So that Ooh,
1: was oh yeah. wow. Yeah, that was, yeah. They had actually the very similar Katie Couric's husband also died. Yes, right? colon cancer. Yeah. Then she became an activist and for colon screening. She became and, a, an activist for not yeah. drinking. Like, she practically wiped out the diet soda industry. That's right. By herself. Thanks, 100. Katie. And then she that gave out the... fantastic uh, comparison. Who is this yeah. intelligent person? She's
2: a uh, woman who is leaving Connecticut. She can't take the moon bets anymore. So I said, said, "Go to, don't come here. Go to Arizona or Texas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not New Mexico. It'll just make you angrier. <laughs> well, thank you to all the wonderful people who are contributing on Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, on Twitter, uh, tomorrow will be Twitch, which is pretty cool. So I'm finishing uh, that up. I've been working. You won't be able to avoid us.
2: We're everywhere.
1: Well, uh, doubt feel so, our ubiquity, America. Doubt is so <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. You can't you can't ignore him. Uh, you know, it was ineffective when he met with the committee I was in as a student senator at UNM in the late '70s. He continued to be ineffective forever, just like Biden. That's from Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Van says, comments, amen and a woman in the opening session. There you go. Uh, And yesterday in Washington, D.C. Did you see that? I did. I did. And I believe amen
2: in Hebrew has nothing to do with gender. It's like, you know, peace or truth or something. So there's no reason that you needed to shoehorn woman into amen. (laughs) This is how stupid these people are.
1: Uh, (sighs) Dustin says, oh, you have the greatest show. Thank you, Dustin. That's uh, awesome. Uh, Jeff says, Obama said you didn't build that transforming our country. There you go. Yeah, uh, we don't even know anything. I actually have the original uh, newspaper notice of Obama's birth in Hawaii. So uh, very, very interesting. Uh, Yes, AM 1600. uh, I'll text you that. Uh, Someone's upset at me. Hey, it's Manuel. I don't know if you've seen this. Democrat pastor ends congressional paper with amen, a woman. See, we're on the same notes. Thank you, Manuel. Uh, let's see. There we go. And you've got to watch this. I'll put this out again. Eddie, I'm sick. With what is probably going to happen with our filth, Biden, and our hope of a good, normal life? Hang in there, Wayne. Don't Wayne. give up. Don't give up. Uh, we Peter survived says, Obama. science and technology have become the new mythology where blind faith The blind obedience... And blind compliance are noble and scientific virtues. Fauci is the Archbishop of vaccines, and MLG is the High Priestess of Shield. That's pretty good. Thanks, Peter. I know I need to get together with him. The other thing that's uh, really important there is. I um, uh, just lost me. Just I was thinking about two other things tonight. Let my other let my other brain out. Um, hey, I'm watching Where to Invade Next. Check it out on Prime Video. I don't know what that is, Eddie. It's absolutely amazing how European counties. Countries adopt our Constitution's principles to heal conform, structure and ultimately enhance their societies. It makes me sick that we can't do that. It's complete hogwash. I hope Trump, as a private citizen, overthrows the existing government and installs a new one. Um, I like, can I say something? I like that text a lot. You want to know why? Yeah. You know what I studied in college? Latin American economics. International. Latin American politics. Overthrows of government.
2: Jefferson said, we need a revolution every 20 years.
1: Eddie, I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah, okay, thank you. Eddie, I can only find the AM. Yes, AM 1600. Uh, She can listen to this. Uh, Eddie, she's not just a drunk, a commie land grabber. (laughs) 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 Biden's latest identity politics pick is a radical with a land grab scheme. Uh, This is from The Spectator. Uh, This is coming in with Deb Holland. My God, she is awful looking. Where's the Deb Holland when the Navajo Nation was suffering through COVID-19? What does she have to say with all the about the all the layoffs, too? I mean,
7: mm-hmm.
1: that's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's got a bailout coming. Don't worry. Yeah? She has a bailout? <laughs> I'll have new music beds tomorrow, so I'm pretty excited about that. I've been working on that for a little while, and uh, it won't be like a popular music bed, so I'm um, just changing this, the station a little bit. And um, I've really been thankful for all of your support, all the things that you guys have been doing to support this radio station. This year, we will celebrate our 10th year um, in operation. What month? That is Kiva the Rock. Uh, no, It's uh, actually uh, November 1st. No, November So, And you can see that if, for those of you who are friends of mine. Oh, we're also uh, broadcasting on LinkedIn. So, um, I don't know what's ahead, but that's a pretty amazing feat. I doubt anybody thought we were going to get through the first two to three two to three. Um, Most businesses yeah, fail, but not this one. Years. And we had to literally scrap all the advertisers that got rid of all of them. Like, I don't want any of them. I don't even know what's on this station. Like <laughs> <laughs> You started over from scratch. Yeah, zero. literally <laughs> said, take all your advertisers off. I'm going to turn this into my station since day one. And I've been at this every single day. And I think to be quite honest, I think I'm working harder today than I was back the first day. So... And remember, we were attacked. You know, I've had every single attack on me personally, attack on my station. The radio station is paid for. So that's what you need to know. That's the important thing. Um, you know, the big broadcasters can't say that. Look at uh, Q- look at Cumulus's uh, numbers. Look at look at iHeart. Look at the rest of these, these groups com, that are out there. Yeah, big, I mean, big it's national not, not an easy time to be in radio. And we fight because we care. Uh, we do well because we care. Uh, we do well because we have something to say and something to broadcast. We're not just generating music all day long and random songs and a playlist, although we are doing that. We're
2: talking about Joe Exotic.
1: <laughs> that happened a few months ago when I was what listening did to do?
2: An- another station. Oh, the big topic was Tiger King, you know. Oh. We yeah. might mention it as a joke, but we're not going to do an hour on it. I watched it. It was compelling. <laughs> it was like, for what it was. It was yeah. compelling while I was
1: watching yeah, it. the whole like, subculture is Beyond that whole thing, I watched uh, the, the, the prologue, uh, Joe McHale. I'm like, boy, if, I, if they can make that and make that interesting, I mean, Honestly. I watched the Yorkshire Ripper
2: of the four-part series on HBO Ooh. over the weekend. That was quite a documentary. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's, there's, good, there's still good documentaries being made, but you got to see them about the past. Any current documentaries? It's all going to be woke nonsense.
7: Yeah.
1: You know, we're the best. Uh, we're the best non-friends friends that people could have. Doug. <laughs> I think so. I'm going to say, you know, we don't talk to each other before or after the show. We just talk to a. Each other online, and I got to tell you, it really works. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is next. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen, as always, for listening. To see a complete run of all of our advertisers and watch all of them uh, on air, literally everything is at rockoftalk.com or abq.fm, and you could always tell your Alexa, Google um, device, or your Siri to go ahead and do uh, and play abq.fm.